105.5, live and local. It's Friday night, and time for Derby Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Panther fans, it's uh, Friday night. It's been a while since we've been on the air. We missed week one due to some scheduling difficulties. And uh, Coach Clark, I think you and uh, Coach Wietrich, uh, last time we talked to you guys was last November before a state championship run. A lot going on tonight. We've got a brand new stadium we're opening up. It's military night. All kinds of stuff. Coach Clark, talk to us a little bit about uh, this team and where we're at after summer conditioning and, and just briefly about uh, what tonight means to you with military night. Yeah, thanks for having us on. We're, uh, we couldn't be more excited to finally play a game. Um, our, our JV uh, played a game last Monday against Andell and beat them, which was pretty exciting to see. But, uh, you know, last week with uh, um, Newcastle backing out of, of playing us and um, trying to find, I, I think we talked to 35 teams uh, to try to get to play us, but everybody turned us down. Um, it was a, it, it was a wild ride the last three months, just trying to find a week one opponent, and it came down to a couple days before Friday before we we knew we weren't going to play a game. So uh, um, we're just excited to be playing on a Friday night. You know, it's a uh, it's a little bit different when uh, the team team that we're playing Newton, you know, had, has played a game already, you know, they, they get all that, you know, the, the nerves out, they get to run their special teams on, they, you know, offense, defense, game situations, it's, it's really hard to simulate uh, during practice, so, uh, um, you know, this is, this is basically our week one where we're kind of figuring out, you know, making sure the kids know exactly what to do and, and all that stuff, but uh, as for the summer, um, we, we've had a pretty good summer. You know, we've, uh, uh, as always, uh, we, we, we like our kids to be kids and, uh, we, we don't expect much of them. Um, you know, we, we lifted and, and ran every morning. We had a, a team camp and, and most of the kids showed up. Uh, uh, we've got a lot of kids out this year. We've got about 150 kids. Uh, I know kids are really excited to be back in school, kind of get that, uh, school atmosphere going, the excitement at school. And it, it, it seems like, you know, it's just not the football players that are excited about tonight. It's uh, it's it's the whole school. So uh, that's pretty cool to see. Tonight is Military Appreciation Night, and uh, um, probably couldn't happen on a, a a better day. You know, a day before 9/11, and uh, you know everything that's going on in the world right now. It's uh, um, we really need to show our appreciation to to all the military, all the veterans, all the current and uh, people that are wanting to go into the military too. So uh, um, it is a special night. You know, we're we're going to wear that flag. Um, on our jerseys, uh, you know, we got those new jerseys last year that had the American flag on it, and we're gonna we're gonna wear it with pl- pride and and know that uh, um, that we're playing for more than just just the game. You know, we're we're playing to uh, represent uh, our military and uh, show them how much we appreciate them. So uh, tonight is going to be a fun night, and I couldn't be more excited to finally get these kids out. We shoot, we've been practicing for three. Uh, four weeks without an opponent and uh, when when you continue just to hit each other and hit each other and hit each other during practice and you know it's it's been really hot out lately so uh, uh, these practices have have gone on long and uh, the the kids have been doing a pretty good job of of staying positive and and making the right decisions and getting better so uh, I guess tonight's the night we finally get to see uh, how well our kids are going to be. Yeah coach Clark uh, 
you know, we had a week there where uh, we didn't have a game. You just alluded to that. Uh, did you change up your practice schedule any? Because, I mean, two weeks to prepare for one team, that, that's a long time. But uh, did you change up the practice schedule just to kind of give the kids a break, knowing that you had a long time to prep for Newton? Well, the you know, with without having a week one, the one thing that – um, besides just the game simulation and, and having a week one to be able to do all your special teams and stuff, is, uh, um, every Friday night is is a, a night to get in game condition. You know, I mean, there's something about Friday nights, how fast the game is, how your starters have to be in condition. It's kind of hard to simulate during during a practice. But uh, um, last week, uh, um, up until Wednesday, we thought we were going to play a team. We had a team from Texas that we, we thought we might play. And uh, so, so we kind of... You know, we didn't know about them. We, we, we contacted them about a week and a half ago, and they kind of balked and balked and balked. And uh, um, then they started talking to us again on Monday. Then they started talking to us again on Tuesday. And we really didn't have much of a game plan, but we kind of threw a game plan together on Monday night, us coaches did. And uh, um, we got to walk through the game plan with the kids on Tuesday uh, against this Texas team that we thought we might play. And then uh, Wednesday about noon we found out that we, we weren't able to, to to go down to Texas and play them. So uh, it was kind of good to, to get a – even though it wasn't like a thorough game plan against the team, but to kind of start game planning against the team and to get our kids start thinking about just not practicing against our own team but uh, practicing against the team and kind of learning what they do and watching film and stuff like that. But uh, um, Friday we tried to – last Friday we tried to kind of put a little – real quick mock version of game where we brought all the special teams out. You know, we, we did PAT field goal. We, we would drive, then we'd punt, then we'd put our punt return, then we'd do kickoff and kickoff return against, uh, against scout teams. So that, that was pretty good. But, but for the most part, we just, you know, concentrated on fundamentals. Um, we did work, start, start working Newton a little bit, uh, not much because, uh, we hadn't had film on them yet. You know, they still had yet to play Friday as coaches went down to the game on Friday, but uh, um, they have have a new DC, so their whole defense is totally different. So we weren't going to start preparing about uh, what they, what they ran last year. So uh, and we just we just tried to get better at being derby. You know, we we have that saying, "Don't be derby," and uh, that that's what we tried to do. We just tried to get better as a team, and then uh, uh, us coaches, we we put a game plan together last Sunday with the film of their game on Friday, and uh, um, I, I can't tell you it was it was such a blessing. I. I I walked out of that meeting on Sunday so excited that we actually got to start. Being, you know, it's part of, part of being a football coach, part of being a football player, uh, pl- putting the game plan together, putting it in motion. You know, doing the scout team stuff, doing the meetings on Monday, Tuesday start start practicing with the scout team and and putting the game plan together. Wednesday uh, building off Tuesday, Thursday making our perfect Thursday, and then Friday night get, getting the show it off. Coaches, I, I'm going to ask this question of both of you. I think. Everybody in town has been so excited about this new stadium. Really a, an extreme home makeover, if you, if you will. Uh, talk to us. You both are, are really got a lot of history now with Derby. Talk to us a little bit about uh, the stadium and how you guys feel about uh, things that have happened. Coach Wietrich, we'll start with you. Uh, I know you've come from several different places. Talk to us about this. Well, I don't know about Coach Clark, but I find myself and my family uh, every once in a while just driving by every time to see where it's at. So, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely excited about it. I mean, we're very fortunate to be in, to be where we're at, and we're very fortunate to be um, in this town that is going to support the program like, like they have and, and very fortunate to be in a facility where um, our athletes can, can strive and stuff like that. So 
No, we're absolutely pumped. I mean, I, the biggest thing, I hope it's loud. I hope it's loud. I, we, we lost, you know, we lost kind of like the, you know, what's cool about the old Derby Stadium was there's a little grass area, right, where, you know, families and kids were all running around playing and all that. Um, but they brought the bleachers up a little closer, which I'm hoping the volume comes up a little bit, especially on those third and long situations, right, where defense is out there and needs a little bit of extra momentum and stuff like that. So uh, the big thing for us on D, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm hoping the Derby fans come out. I'm hoping they enjoy the stadium. I hope they, they, get, they get in the stands and they're loud and uh, they're giving us the environment that gives us a big-time advantage out there on a Friday night. Well, I'm, I'm super excited for, for a couple reasons. Probably, probably the number one reason is uh, our, our locker room, for one, has air conditioning now. Okay, I've, I've been the head coach since my 16th year, and uh, we've gone 16 years without air conditioning in that. So the week one, week two, week three games there, when it's 100 degrees out, it's 120 degrees in that locker room. And uh, two for our locker room, uh, it did get a little bit bigger. Is it big enough? Probably not for the amount of kids that we have out now, but it's it's triple the size that we had last time. Less, uh, the the locker room that we used, that, that they cut it down to, the, the last locker room we had, was smaller than the locker room that I started out as as an assistant coach. They, they cut it down so much to where we could probably comfortably fit maybe 35 kids in there. And then when you have 85 kids on varsity roster, I mean, it, it, it was, I mean, it, we, we had kids outside. We had kids in the shower. We had kids in the bathroom stalls. Just listening to the pregame pregame speech so we finally got a locker room that we can at least fit the kids in and and uh and you know get everybody in there so they can listen to the pregame speech so and to have air conditioning is huge uh hopefully we don't get any cramps because of that you know it's it's going to be nice but uh um besides the locker room and you know we got the new field last year uh the stadium looks awesome uh, you know, we, we send three coaches up to the press box. So, so you guys were sitting up here right now. You guys, you guys, I mean, this is about the fans, about the experience. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody talks about, oh, Derby football, they're spoiled. They get this new stadium, but this isn't about Derby football. This is about this. This is about the community. This is about the band. This is about the cheerleaders. This is about the fans. Uh, you know, we're, we're still going to play a game on the field and we've had this field. Uh, yes, we're getting a new locker room with air conditioning and that actually fits a, a six, eight football team but this is all about the community uh this this stadium was built for the community is to have community pride uh we we play games here we we don't practice here we don't we don't uh lock room up here uh th- this is about the community and and i'm excited i hope people out in the community you know uh put on their headphones and, and listen to you guys's radio broadcast but come to the game and uh, uh it, it's it's going to be exciting uh the kids are excited you know looking up looking up at their press box and the stands how it climbs real real big and uh how everybody's going to be together and like coach coach Wietrick said you know the the sound is going to be more on top of us uh with, with the fans and uh you know this 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 is going to be a lot of fun and I, and I can't wait for this game to kick off at seven o'clock but uh this this stadium is for the community it, it's it's not the football team it's not the cheerleaders, not just the band, it's everybody. It's, it's, it's for a good game day experience, and uh, hopefully we experience that tonight. Well, I, I can certainly say from my own perspective, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the kickoff, and it, it's going to happen here in the next five or ten minutes. Probably, well, it looks like about ten minutes we're going to be kicking off tonight's ball game, and, and I, too, am excited. Uh, uh, Coach, uh, you, you've been pretty – I think – You've been pretty fortunate over your 15, 16 years here to have uh, coaching staff that's uh, uh, been relatively 
I mean, they've hung with you. You've had some guys leave, and but but you've also had a lot of them that have stayed. So talk a little bit about the advantages of of having a uh, coaching staff that stays with you uh, over the course of time. Well, that's uh, you know, I, I'm the guy that usually gets gets in front of the mic or the or the key, uh, TV camera or whatever that 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 gets quoted in the paper. But uh, this is all about our coaching staff and our players. Uh, it, it's about the program and not just the high school. It's it's the middle school staffs. It's the junior football. Uh, dads that are coaching, that are teaching them our program and everything like that. But uh, um, going back to our high school staff, you know, we're, we're very blessed to have Coach Wietrich. He's He's been a head coach before. He's been a head track coach. Uh, I mean, he he has head head coaching experience, and uh, um, we we have got a we've got a lot of good coaches on staff. Uh, we've we've lost some good coaches, but uh, um, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I would not trade our staff. Um, for for anybody and and i'll tell you this much if 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 say i got sick or i couldn't coach or anything like that i would i would not even blink our our, our coaches are so good they're so good with the kids they treat the kids well they push them hard and they're so smart in the game of football and they're great guys um that i i think i could probably take the rest of years year off and uh, th- this program wouldn't even miss a beat. That- that's-, that's what I think of our coaching staff. So uh, um, we- we've got some great guys. We've got some guys that have been here for all 16 years. We've got some guys that I coached middle school ball with, you know, 18, 19 years ago. And uh, it's- it's- we're-, we're a bunch of good friends. That's, that's probably one of the coolest things is, uh, um, you know, it's just not football and be done. It's football and let's go hang out. And uh, our-, our wives are friends. Our kids are friends. Uh, we go watch each other's kids play, you know, football games, soccer games, basketball games stuff like that it's 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 a great friendship and i am so lucky i i know that the success of our program is is about our whole staff and and how good they are with kids and how they treat kids and how much they know about football so i i, I couldn't be more blessed coaches uh, we're at that point in the in the broadcast we need to talk about newton this week uh, coach clark talk to us a little bit about what we're going to see from newton uh, defensively against you and then we'll talk to coach wietrich about how he's prepared for these guys Okay, I think I always start start with special teams. Um, they they've got a really good kicker. Um, you know, attempted a couple uh, uh, field goal uh, attempts and uh, um, really good. Uh, their special teams they they put their best players out there and they do a really good job. Coach Jacks has done a tremendous job building that program up at Newton. I I think he's been there from three to four three or four years, uh, maybe more. But uh, he you know he comes from Bishop Carroll. He comes from the Alan Shuckman, Dusty Trail. You know, coaching tree, and uh, he he knows what it takes to build a program. So he's doing a tremendous job uh, defensively. What they run is, uh, um, you know, like like I said earlier, they have have a new defense coordinator. I can tell they are way more disciplined on defense. They're kind of a, a four three team that'll get into a three man front every once in a while. But uh, uh, they're aggressive. They like to send linebackers off the edge. Their D line is really good. Uh, they get after it. They they shoot gaps. They slant a lot, and uh, um, they're very aggressive and. Uh, um, you know they'll they'll test you to throw. They'll they'll, they'll make you have to throw. They'll they'll put so many people in the box. So uh, um, I mean we got our hands full. Uh, it's it's the one scheme they they run this wide four three scheme. And uh, I remember before we, we we were driving up to the Newton game at Andover Central to watch them play. And uh, Coach Panera and I were talking about uh, all the schemes that we have gone against the last three weeks, just tested our offensive line. And, uh, you know, we went against the 4-2, we went against 3-4, we went against a Bear, we went against a Cub. 
uh, went against almost every scheme that we could. And on the way up there, we were like, uh, the only scheme we haven't done is a uh, 4-3 wide. And what do you know? They open up in a, a 4-3 wide, and that's their base defense. So we had a, had a good week of, of scheming them, and I, I think our kids understand how, how, how to block that uh, defensive front. But uh, it will definitely be a challenge. Yeah, I mean, Newton on offense, I mean uh... – the coaching staff's done a great job over there. Last year, I mean, I remember coming off, you know, last year after the week one loss against Mill Valley, you know, we were kind of down the dumps, kind of a kind of, kind of a uh, shock and awe moment for us as far as the defense, you know, and stuff like that. And we really kind of regathered and rallied for Newton. Um, but those guys did a great job over there schematically doing some stuff that, that we had not seen and were not ready for that game. So uh, I know those coaches over there do a great job on offense and uh, – you know our defense right now. We we're young, we're young in a lot of positions. We're we're pretty experienced at corner. We're pretty experienced at D line, uh, linebacker and safety position. We're we're, we're young and kind of untested. Um, so for us right now, it's been figuring out how to do our installs, figuring out you know, getting these guys to buy into what we do and to play football the Derby Panther way. Um, but then at the same point. Same same time, they've had the advantage of having a game already. So they've already had the week one problems figured out going into week two. You know, a lot of times teams grow so much after week one, and we don't have we don't have the advantage of having a week one. So I'm telling the guys, we can't have week one problems here in week two. You know, we can't open up against Newton um, and give this team week one problems on our end. So um, our job ultimately is get the ball back to the offense and give them more opportunities to score. Um, and they understand that, but uh, I, I'm, I'm very aware that the staff over there at Newton does a pretty good job schematically, and they're, they're going to give us fits. So we, we got to do our job. We got we got to be consistent, reliable. And I told at the end of the day, if we see if we see something new that we're, we're not ready for, you know, pursue the ball, be physical, you know, and, and go play football. So uh, I think our defense is ready to go. You know, we've we've one advantage is we go against our offense and they, they give us so many different different looks that I'd like to think I hope to think that we're uh we can kind of scramble you know and and, and play football and hope we survive to the next down and and play football so um watch them though they do some really good stuff they're, they're really good in this they do a lot of stuff in the zone RPO games they put a lot of stress on your backers they're doing both run and pass and and uh but I think we're ready to go. I'm hoping that we can come out and perform tonight and do a good job. Yeah, Coach, uh, you know, we're going to finish up with a normal question, team health. And I know we haven't had a game yet, but last time I heard this was a collision sport and you guys have contact practices. So so give us an idea about uh, what our team health is, is going into the Newton game. Well, I think we're uh, fairly healthy. You know, even though we've been banging a lot, we've only had about two practices where we're really tackling each other and, and stuff like that. Uh, Mason Madrigal, who, who's one of our safeties that, that was going to get some playing time, uh, kind of tweaked his hamstring. Uh, that was pretty unfortunate because he was doing a pretty good job. And then, then we have uh, Samuel Same, who's a uh, little little banged up right now. You know, I mean, he can't catch a break. You know, week one he has sinus infection. Week two he has stomach ache. Week three, you know, he's got a physical injury. It, it, we we just need him to to be healthy, but. Uh, Hopefully he comes around and we we're able to have him against Bishop Carroll. But it, but if not, uh, you know we've got some young guys that are stepping up and doing a great job uh, filling that role. But uh, um, but for the most part, you know we're, it's like any football season. We're a little banged up, but uh, um, you know our kids are tough and they're 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 uh, you know battling through it. Guys, I know the team's waiting on you. 
Good luck as always. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like Weed Control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Friday Night Football on Alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at Tendercare Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Height Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, Radio Shack of Derby, the Derby Informer, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, DNB Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, DNM Mechanical. Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Derby Nutrition. And now here's the Alive 105 play-by-play sports announcers, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good evening, Panther fans. This is 2021. We are into a new season. I I don't know about Kevin, but I I think I might be able to speak for him. We're both anxious for the season to get going. This is game one tonight. It's military night here at Panther Stadium, and the stadium has been refurbished. Oh, and not just refurbished. This place was, uh, I think we talked to Coach Clark a little bit ago. It it was like an extreme makeover here. Uh, Just incredible digs here. You know, it's 91 degrees out tonight. Winds out of the south at 12 miles per hour, but dual for the first time in, in 20 years of you and I doing this, I can say it's a comfortable 63 degrees in the booth tonight. Yeah, it's, it's almost might be even cold, but uh, we'll have to learn how to how to run that uh, AC and heat. But we're not worried about it tonight. Well, and you know, we talked about when we pulled in the a little bit of the intimidation factor that you come down to this new stadium. They've got all the state championship banners hanging outside. The the stadium is just gorgeous. If you haven't seen it, you really owe it to yourself to drive by and take a look. But it's an incredible uh, atmosphere tonight, opening night for the Panthers. You said it, military night. So lots going on tonight. Doyle, we've got Newton tonight. Uh, this is a team last year. I think you and I said probably the best two and seven team in the state of Kansas. Uh, I think most of their losses, I think a lot of their losses totaled up to less than 14 points. Yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, it was a good season for them. Wins and loss wise, it wasn't so good for them last year. Uh, this year, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about them because they've got a whole bunch of youngsters at the skill positions. Of course, that, you know, that will pay off in a year or two, but for this year, who would know? They'll play hard. I know that. Well, last week they lost to Andover Central, who's been touted as being a pretty decent 5A team. They lost to them 10 to 6. In that loss, Newton had 224 total yards of offense. Doyle, 58 on the ground, 166 in the air. So that's something the Panthers have to look for tonight. Oh, there's no, no doubt about it. It's it's going to be, it sounds like, a, a, a pass-first offense for Newton. They do run a spread. So, you know, it, it's, it's going to, I guess, the game's just going to have to develop as it goes, and the Panther defense will—they will do what they have to do. Well, Colby Gomez is a quarterback, six foot, one hundred ninety pounds, sophomore. Though last week, seventeen for thirty-one, one hundred and sixty-six yards. You know, the word on him is that he, he is capable of throwing the deep ball. We saw that last year on several occasions that Newton would come out, 
and they, they caught us on big plays last year. I mean, for the most part, we'd keep them bottled up, and then the big play had happened, and it was usually a long touchdown pass. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I remember that. Uh, and they had some wide receivers last year that, that made phenomenal catches, highlight reel catches. Uh, that enabled them to score sometimes. Well, Isaac Gomez, a six foot, hundred ninety pounder, is the guy that's going to tote the football most of the time. Doyle, he had one hundred and sixty six yards last week, and this guy's a lug. I mean, he's going to be a tough guy to bring down, and you know, you got to get a clean tackle on him. He's not got all the shiftiness in the world, but he's got average speed, but he runs hard. Yes, he does. And Coach Jacks will have these guys ready to go. Again, a lot of receivers. Isaac Clug at six foot, one hundred and seventy pounds camden Carr, five six one twenty five i think that's the guy that makes the phenomenal catch is not a very big guy but uh, a guy that can make the big catches and jake schmidt at six one one seventy five so those guys will keep our defensive secondary uh on their toes tonight they absolutely will and uh it, it's it's going to be a uh, hopefully the, the kids will play up to that Defensively, Newton only returns four starters from last year's two and seven team. We expect them to be in a four three base most of the night, but we know that uh, Coach Jacks will mix things up and throw everything he can at the Panthers tonight. Doyle, really probably the most experienced group for this. These guys are the linebackers. They're very physical. They're aggressive. Clayton Smith, five ten, one ninety five. Brody Harper at six foot two hundred. Justin Zerger at six foot one eighty. So not huge linebackers, but these guys work downhill. Yes, they do. They they absolutely do. Newton's gonna Newton's gonna bring it. They're they're I'm sure Coach Jacks will have them ready to play. Of course Derby comes in tonight's ball game as the defending three times six A state championship. Doyle, these guys uh, as much as we heard about them the last three years, you talk to people in the program and what you and I have seen these guys may be better than they were last year. Yeah, well, uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me any. Uh, uh, they've got some pretty good players coming back, and they've got some pretty pretty good young players that are going to step in and make it make a difference. Well, we have eight returning starters on offense, and you know you got to start with the guys up front. We've got some horses up front. We are going to come into tonight's game averaging somewhere close to 300 pounds on our line and i believe three or four of those guys are all getting strong looks from division one programs yes i i believe you're right and uh, they are absolutely they're absolutely full of experience every one of them played last year now mercer thatcher a six four six foot four hundred ninety pound quarterback is expected to get most of the snaps tonight brock zerger a, a junior is capable as well i know it's been a real battle in practices but those are the two guys. And what can you say about the running back attack? Dylan Edwards at 5'8", 155 pounds, and Terry Cubbard at 5'7", 165. Doyle, both of these guys are getting strong looks by Division One guys, and they're just sophomores and juniors. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be fun watching those two guys uh, run this year behind that uh, offensive line we have. Well, defensively, probably the biggest improvement we've seen is the defensive guys uh, this year. So we're expecting uh, the defense to really step up as well. You know, we've got, uh, oh, about 245 left for the start of this opening game. The captains are walking out to the center of the field. So that, that's going to that's gonna give us a little time here. We're going to let you know who's starting on both sides of the football for the Panthers. On the offensive line, one tackles. Alex Key, senior, 6'4", 285. The other tackle is junior Wyatt Jackson, six foot two fifty-five. One guard, junior Chris Thompson, six one two seventy. The other guard is senior Jonas Vickers, six three two eighty-five. And your center is senior Dylan Kahn, six three two ninety. 
your tight end, senior Drake Thatcher, 6'4", 190. Quarterback, senior Mercer Thatcher, 6'4", 6'4", 190. Running back, sophomore Dylan Edwards, 5'8", 155. Wide receiver, junior Trayvon Rose, 5'9", 170. Junior Nathan Nathaniel Keener, excuse me, 5'9", 160. And junior Caleb Brown at 6'200". On the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line, sophomore Mason Harper, 5'10", 190. Senior Andon Carpenter, 6'1", 260. Senior Quentin Dorsey, 6'1", 260. Your linebackers, junior Roman Bowden, 6'1", 185. Senior Cole Minton, 5'10", 190. Junior Miles Wash, 5'9", 185. And junior Cade Shelton, 5'11", 190. Your cornerbacks are senior Corey Aikens, 6'1", 175. And senior Jameer Clemens, 6'1", 155. And these guys have played a lot since they were sophomores. Your safety, senior Brian Murph, 6'180", and sophomore Damare Baker, 5'11", 180. Those are your starters for tonight's ballgame as we have them. Well, Doyle Newton did win the toss. They have elected to defer, as, as usually you see. Derby will defend the north end zone to start tonight's ballgame. Again, winds out of the south, 10 to 12 miles per hour, so it shouldn't be a big deal. Doyle, we're going to open tonight's ballgame with one of the most potent offenses in the state. Yeah, it, it and again, it all starts up front. You know, you, you got you got to say it. You got to give credit where credit's due. It starts up front with with Key, Thompson, Con, Vickers, and Jackson. Those five are going to clear the way for the quarterback, the running backs to take. The well, I, I had to chuckle a little bit. You were given the weights that we get, you know, early in the season at two eighty five, two ninety, and we were talking to Coach Clark just yesterday, and he goes, oh, no, no, no. He goes, these guys are now 305, 310, and I'm telling you, physical specimens. These guys can move. They've got quick feet, so interesting group to watch, and then you throw in Dylan Edwards and, and Hubbard behind them. It's going to be unbelievable. Edwards and Baker are back deep for the Panthers, and it looks like kicking off for Newton is going to be Colin Hershberger. They've got the clock back to zero, so they need to put 12 minutes on it. And we're about ready to go here on military night at Panther State, the new and improved Panther Stadium. Well, and we expect a few technical glitches possibly tonight. Everything news here. The digs are new. Like we said, uh, just incredible concessions, incredible locker rooms. Uh, the whole thing is uh, just uh, a well-deserved uh, thing for the Panthers. The only thing that really hasn't changed, Kevin, are the fans, and it is packed. We're ready to go. Again, Hershberger is going to be kicking deep to Edwards and Baker. Going to come down into the end zone. Edwards is going to handle it, but he's not going to be able to return it. So the ball is going to come out to the 20-yard line where the Panthers will have it first down and 10 yards to go. Well, yeah, and you can tell Newton's kicker's got a pretty good leg, and he's got the wind behind him. I'm sure that's what Coach Jack said is, you better get this thing into the end zone because we don't want one of those two guys having their hands on the football. And, I, and I'm sure we might see a couple of, you know, some series with two backs. That would be uh, Dylan Edwards and uh, uh, Derek Hubbard in the backfield. But for the most part, Panthers will be in their spread offense. Thatcher is your quarterback. Edwards is on the wing. Thatcher on a keeper straight up the middle, 30. 35-40, 50, into Newton territory, finally taken out of bounds at about the 21 or 22-yard line. Well, they played off. They they looked at Dylan Edwards as, as he faked to him. 
And Thatcher just had a hole with a semi could have run through as he gets downfield. I just told John Killen, our old stats guy, we may score on first play. It almost happened. First and 10 from the 20. Now they give it to Edwards. Weaves his way in through it, finds him a bit of a hole inside the 10 down to about the 8. I'm telling you what, the holes these offensive linemen are opening up are incredible. I would love to run behind these guys. These guys are, are just phenomenal blockers. Panthers in a hurry-up offense. Again, they give it to Edwards. He stops at the line of scrimmage, and one of the guys grabs him and kind of pulls him down. He's going to maybe lose a yard on the play. Going to be second down and goal from right at the 10-yard line. Uh, Edwards was grabbed pretty high on the shoulder pads. I don't know that he was down, but the officials called uh, called the ball dead. Again, they give it to Edwards off tackle inside the five and down at about the three. Uh, Edwards is a guy that may weigh 155 pounds. You and I talked about it last year. I don't think uh, I think the kid thinks he's a Mack truck because he runs very very hard. Uh, I think he thinks he's probably two fifteen because he does run hard and he falls forward and he, and not and throw in the the speed and the yeah. uh, the moves this kid has. It puts a pretty pretty potent package together. Third down and four from the four yard line. Thatcher on a keeper gets to the outside, gets bottled up and dropped at about well he might have gained a half yard. So it's going to be looks like third down and about. Three now, fourth down and about three. No score. Ten minutes to go in the first quarter. First possession. Panthers are threatening. They're on the uh, Newton four-yard line. Fourth down and goal. I didn't think Coach Clark was uh, going to even hesitate whether he was going for this or kicking the field goal. And they are definitely lined up uh, to, to try and power this ball in. Yeah, they've got double tights right now. And they, you are right. They're going to try to power this thing in. No score. Just under 10 minutes. Thatcher, roll out. He's going to go into the into the end zone standing up. Panthers score with 9.34 left. They take a 6-0 lead. Nice 80-yard Well, drive. great call. That's the old RPO in, in effect. And Thatcher rolled out and looked to see if he could find an open receiver. And when he didn't, that six-foot-four body of his just trucked it into the end zone. Thatcher should be the holder. He's held since he was a sophomore, so, yep, he is. And uh, Simmons will be kicking the extra point. Simmons is a left footer, very accurate. I hope I didn't jinx him, but he's very accurate. A little bit of a high snap, and the kick is up and good. So with 9.32 left in the opening quarter, Panthers take a 7-0 lead. Well, Doyle, six plays, 80 yards, so that's a pretty good way to start a ball game. That's a very good way. Well, we got a minute. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tenor Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Air Conditioning, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, D&M Mechanical, Muscle Focus, Massage Therapy, Field Station, Dinosaurs, and Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. We appreciate their sponsorship. Again, 932 left. Panthers scored in a very short period of time, couple, two and a half minutes, and uh, like Kevin said earlier, it was a six-play drive. 
and they lead 7-0. I, you know, I was, I was kind of wondering about these guys because they didn't play last week, and but you know, so at least deep, uh, offensively, they they looked pretty good on that first drive. Oh, they looked great, and it is. It's a different ball game when you've been hitting yourself all week long, and Newton got to play an opponent last week, so Derby's uh, got a lot to, lot to get through. Simmons is kicking off. High end over end. It's going to come down at about the seven or eight yard line. On a reverse, Panthers sniff it out and stop the kick return on about the 17. Well, that was that reminded me of old Mays. It was almost a starburst because they had three guys there and they just kind of dealt the cards and handed the ball off. Panthers uh, were Johnny on the spot on that play. I don't want it. No, you take it. <laughs> Panthers played that pretty well. They, they they started that, as you said, that starburst uh, at about the 14-yard line. Well, Derby's in, the, in those Michael Jordan uniforms. They're kind of a, what do we call gunmetal gray last yeah, year? That's, that's what I, I mean, call Pants, them. shirts, and white helmets. Nice look tonight. Got a nice American flag on them, and this is Military Appreciation Night. First and 10, Newton. They trail 7-0. First quarter on a keeper is Gomez. Panthers get him deep. He's going to lose maybe two yards on the play. Nice play by our, our inside. I believe it was one of our LBs. Well, and, and again, you're trying to run the quarterback. He, I mean, he was just trying to get outside, and our linebacker was way too quick for it. I said it was an LB. It was our defensive end, Mason Harp Hopper, that made that play. Second down and 12. Panthers looking to blitz. Back to pass. Open at about the 20. And the guy runs out of bounds at about the 23. On the reception, Colby Gomez. Well, Brian Murph just ran him out of bounds. And Doyle, I was just getting ready to say, Newton's probably going to have to go to more short pass, a screen place to loosen up this defense. Third down, Panthers lead 7-0. 8.38 left in the first quarter. Newton's first possession. And back to a quick pass over the middle. And it's caught for a first down out to about the 40, 35-yard line. So they did just exactly what you said they needed to do. Well, and keep in mind, Derby's got all new starting linebackers and two new safeties. Uh, the, the corners are very experienced, but this is the, probably one phase of the game that coaches needed that early game just to get them some experience. First 10, Panthers lead 7-0, 8-13 left in the first quarter. Newton, they hand it off. Running back's going to pick up five, maybe six on first down. Well, and what they did was they loosened the Panthers up with the, with the short passes. So Panther defense needs us to step up big. This was probably the most improved Panther defense. Everyone that talks about Derby was, you know, this year's defense is so much uh, more experienced than last year. Kate Shelton on the stop for the Panthers. Now it's second down and about four from the 41-yard line. Back to pass, just a quick pass over the middle. Good coverage by the Panthers, but it's going to be enough for a first down. Uh, Brian Murph, again, was uh, in there very quick on the tackle as soon as he got his hands on the football, but you got to stop the short passes. you got to get some pressure quickly on the quarterback. 7-17 to go. Newton out to their own 40, it's like 46-yard line. They trail 7-0. Panthers showing blitz. They give it to the tailback, and he's going to get stopped for maybe a yard, maybe two-yard loss on the play. 
you know, well, that's the second time Newton's tried to run to the to their sideline on, on a on really just a long stretch play, and the Panthers have been in the backfield waiting. It's Kenyon Forrest, the ball carrier for Newton. It's going to be second down and about twelve. So you know, what do you do if you're uh, Coach Jacks? I think I think you try to throw another short pass. Panthers lead seven zero, six forty to go, first quarter. Back to pass, just a little shot over the middle or in the sideline, and he's going to pick up four, five yards. It's going to be a third down and about six. You know, I'm impressed. Gomez just being a sophomore, he's got a very quick release. Yeah, Camden Carr on the reception. I think that's his second one, at least, on this drive. So Newton will have it third down now. They're on their own 49. It's like third and about six. Panthers lead 7-0. Get on a keeper. Gomez, Panthers stuffed that. He's going to lose a yard, maybe two. Looked like Mason Hopper was in on the play. Panthers were in the in the backfield very quickly on that play, and that's not what you want to come up with, which is fourth and long. It's going to be, yeah, you don't want a fourth and long against Panthers. At 5.32 left, Panthers lead 7-0. They're going to punt, which is probably probably a good move. Oh, straight up in the air. That's not going to get back to either one of our returners. That was that was uh, more than let it roll. It took a great took a great Newton roll down to about the twenty. But uh, Baker and uh, Edwards were, you know, they weren't going to receive that one. No, and you're right. It looked like just an awful punt. I I really thought it was going to spin backwards, but it took a a very uh, positive bounce for the railroads. So Panthers have it now. 79 yards away from the end zone. They already lead 7-0. There's five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Looks like Thatcher and Edwards in the backfield. Panthers show motion, and there's going to be a penalty. I'm going to guess it's going to be on the Panthers. Uh, it, was a, uh, it was a bad snap. The snap came out on the ground back to Edwards, but like it come out very early, so we had a man in motion. So I, I, I would assume that he was in motion, and one of our other guys moved. Yeah, well, it's going to be a five-yard penalty, and, and you know, again, uh, we're not making any excuses or anything. But this is game one, and there will be a lot of those types of uh, uh, mistakes, I believe. Panthers lead seven-zero. However, five, just over five minutes left in the first quarter. They show motion. Again, they give it to Edwards. He gets out to make, got probably got that five yards nearly all back. He got at least four, maybe four and a half on first down. Well, you know, Coach Clark was talking about Dylan to us the other night, and that's what he said. He goes, you know, this kid, as phenomenal as he was last year, he's that much better this year. Panthers lead 7-0. Going to be second down, and it's still probably 11 for the Panthers. A derby really hadn't gone to the air yet. Back to pass goes Thatcher. Got a man over the top. Oh, that could be a penalty. Oh, big yes. time. You know, and what's crazy, the receiver was wide open, and Newton had kind of caught up to him, and they just plowed him while the ball was in the air. And great call by the officials. 
an easy call for the officials on yeah, the pass. That, that was a pretty easy call. Even you and I would complain <laughs> about that one. That was, that was an easy call. So, so many times that pass interference is such a, such a close call. Yeah. Uh, you saw Coach Jacks out talking to his, uh, his safety about the play and just coaching him up and said, Hey, you know, want a ball like that, you can't, you, you know, and that's what you got to do. It's early in the season. Coach these kids up. Moves it out to the 36 yard line of the Panthers. It'll be first down. Panthers lead again, 7 0. 420 to go here in the first quarter. They give it to Dylan Edwards. He kind of found a little crease. He's still on his feet, got his helmet ripped off, and then he got hit. Yeah, I hope he. Yeah. I hope he's all right. Yeah, he was kind of old. I mean, he got. I think he's a tough kid, but yeah, his helmet got ripped off, and he was still going. And uh, he's going to have to come out at least one play and go with. You know, John Killen was just noting to me that one of those technical glitches tonight, the twenty-five second clock, has not been working. So we'll see. I, I see uh, it keeps going on and off. So. One of those things that the officials are going to have to keep down on the field. Yeah, I, I noticed that early on that the, the the one on the south end was working fine. The one on the north end was not functioning. It looks like Hubbard's in the game now. He's a sophomore, one sixty-five, seven-zero Panthers. Clock moving, just under four minutes left in the first quarter. Second down and about six. And they're going to have to hurry. Uh, yeah, the, uh, and you the see the official, the back working. judge raised his hand, so we're, we're clicking under five. And Mercer Thatcher gets, oh, he probably picks up three. It's going to be third and two, three yards to go from the Panther 43-yard line. That's tough for those quarterbacks. When they look down, they can't see the clock. But you can look back to the back judge, and he'll hold up his hand and start counting down those last five seconds. And I notice our stadium clock, it, it's messed up. It, it's, <laughs> it's not counting down. It'll stop at, at a certain number, then you, then they go 10 seconds off of it. Again, Edward, no, that's, that's not Edwards. That's Hubbard, and he's going to get – no, that might be Edwards. I can't tell from the number. Well, and I'll tell you he what. He didn't make any yardage on no, the play. Right now, that. Newton is really pursuing hard. They're working down and uh, caving in on us. It's going to bring up a fourth down, a punting situation for the Panthers. I know that's not going to make Coach Clark and Coach Panera, our, our uh, offensive line coaches, too happy. Yeah, I had a hard time identifying uh, who the back was. I thought it was still Hubbard, but it wasn't. It's 7 0, 239, what the clock says. Now it's dropped to 232. So. It's not clicking down a second at a time. Nice punt by the Panthers. It's going to take a Panther bounce inside the 25 down to about the 20-yard line, just outside the 20-yard line. So it's going to be first and 10 Newton trailing 7-0 with 2.15 left in the first quarter. Well, as we said, you know, the difference is that you know, that game one for Newton and Derby not having a game one, it does make a difference. I mean, you you know, people don't understand that, but when you're going against your own guys week after week, it's hard to get kids, uh, you know, that game time experience. Yeah, we talked to the coaches again, you know, like earlier, and they said, you know, that from game one to two, you improve a whole lot, and we haven't had a game two yet. Then they give it to the tailback, and he makes – Two, maybe three yards on the play. It's Kenyon Forrest. Uh, if you're Newton and you're uh, 
you're down 7-0 to the Panthers with two minutes left in the first quarter. You, you got to feel fairly good about yourselves. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be second and eight from the 22, it looks like. Again, they trail 7-0 to the Panthers. We're under two minutes to go. It was just kind of, I don't know, without being able to see a 30-second clock, it's pretty tough. Quick pass to the outside, and Panthers had that pretty well covered. I think if that would have been caught, it would have been a, for a loss. Well, that time, I believe uh, we had Kate Kate Sheldon on the play. and You know, I guarantee you, they were coached up uh, at the break. Okay, guys, these little passes in the flat, we got to get on them. Somebody's uh, got to play that. It's going to be third down and eight now from the 22. That was a good job by our linebacker, outside linebacker, covering that. Panthers lead 7-0. First quarter, back to pass. Gomez got a man out and just overthrew him. He had to rush the pass a little bit. He was getting a little bit of pressure, and uh, he just kind of overthrew the uh, receiver. Again, that's that coaching adjustment. You saw Panthers were showing a lot of blitz on the play. They put pressure on Gomez. He had to get rid of it quick. That was a good series for Panther defense. It was forcing a new punt. It was a good. It was a good series. Now we've got Edwards and Baker back. They're standing on their own forty. Newton's punting. He's standing on about the six. High snap. Good punt. Gets a good one away. Caught by Baker. Makes a guy miss at midfield. Still on his feet, and he gets down to about the forty-eight of Newton. So with one fifteen left. Panthers have the football, first and 10 from the 48 of Newton, leading in the ballgame 7-0. I saw the group. They were over with Coach Panare, you know, working on plays, and I guarantee you, you know, they weren't happy with that last series offensively. So we'll see what uh, what Derby dials up uh, here on this uh, first first play. I see Coach Panare. He's, uh, he's changed his look. He uh, looks rather thin right now. He's, he's definitely trimmed down. Yeah. Panthers lead 7-0. We're waiting on the officials. I don't know what we're waiting on. KDKQLP uh, Derby. Now we're ready to go. Again, Hubbard hits a crease and picks up about eight on first down. Well, again, just, uh, uh, you know, a, a little bit different style of uh, running, and that was Edwards. Edwards back in the game. So Ed, Edwards came out for a little bit when he got when the helmet got wrapped up. But, again, just a, a little trap play, and Derby picks up eight. You are right. It was Edwards, and he picked up eight. Thatcher on a keeper. No, that was Zerger. They've changed quarterbacks. It's Brock Zerger in a quarterback. He picked up enough for a first down. We got a new player kind of going off what looks like a shoulder injury. He's able to get up, and (laughs) their coaches are looking at him like, keep playing. Now they want him to lay down on the field. Yeah, he's laying down. Yeah, these these numbers are kind of hard to read, but that's no excuse for for me missing these – uh, so I'm not going to make an excuse. That- well, and again, these are the these are these uh, Michael Jordan jerseys that, I, if I'm not correct, I think there was only a hundred teams in the in the country that got these jer- jerseys, and it was a selection process, and says a lot that Derby was the one of the teams that uh, out of a hundred high schools to get these. And they're very sharp. They're gunmetal gray, as the kids tell us, and 
American flag on the sleeve and uh, just a nice, nice look. Again, we got Zerger and Edwards in the backfield. They give it to Edwards. He makes a couple guys miss and just kind of crawls ahead and picks up another couple, three yards, picked up probably six on first down. Yeah, like you said, uh, there was about three of those yards picked up uh, after he was hit. 7-0, Panthers. Late in the first quarter, Zerger on a keeper. He's going to get down to about the 20. It's going to be a first down Panthers. That could be the last play of the first quarter. It is going to be a first down. And that is the last play of the first quarter. The Panthers lead 7-0 after one. We'll be back. Sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 and Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557. And on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Back at Panther Stadium while we were away, uh, uh, the Panthers ran a play. It was uh, Edwards, and he picked up enough for a first down. Now it's first and goal on about the eight-yard line. Panthers lead 7-0. Second quarter. Again, Edwards gets in uh, right around the five, maybe just inside the five, so it'll be second down for the Panthers. So you got you got to be kind of impressed with this new defense so far. That was the group that everybody said was the most inexperienced, and if there was a weak spot – and so far, they've uh, they've worked downhill very well against uh, this potent Panther offense. They have. So far, they've played well. And there's a penalty marker on the play. It was thrown pretty fast, and I believe it was thrown by the back judge. It's a false start on the Panthers, so that should move it back to about the 10-yard line. Again, Derby leads 7-0. They are threatening early in the second quarter. There's about 11. Scoreboard says 11:08. So we'll take it. We'll take it for its word. Second quarter, again Zerger and Edwards in the backfield. Thatcher shows motion, and Edwards gets to the outside, makes a couple guys miss. Touchdown, Dylan Edwards. Wow! And I'll tell you what, Dylan Edwards made a couple of nice moves. I think John Killen's pointing to the same thing I am that there was a block in the end zone that was. It was one of those pancake blocks, and you were kind of looking at it going, ah, I hope something dirty's not going on, but 
we had a wide receiver that literally planted the D back from Newton, which made it much easier for Dylan to get into the end zone. Panthers now lead 13-0. That was, there's 10:49 left in the half. That was a nice run by Dylan. That was kind of a knuckleball, but it made it through. So Panthers lead 14-0. That again, getting back to Dylan's run, he made a couple moves, uh, and, and just found a crease. It wasn't a, a big hole, but he found a pretty good crease, and uh, he flat uh, took advantage of it. Well, again, we got Brock Zerger that's come into quarterback, so don't know what the reasoning was on that. But, uh, you know, he came into the ball game, and, and uh, we're, we're kind of, you know, we, we, we got the 25-second the clock that's off a little tonight and the game clock. And we're, we're missing some stats tonight, but, oh, John Killen's got the chalkboard out and the and the chalk out, and he's telling me that Derby's got uh, 129 yards of offense now. So, yeah, kudos to John for uh, yeah, we, trying to help us out. We appreciate it. John did our stats for I don't know how many years, uh, probably 15, and uh, he comes up and sees us on home games, and, boy, we need him tonight. Well, I think, you know, with this air conditioning, he's, he, I, I think he's starting to get really cold. Well, we're not showing him how, we're not showing him how to use the heater. I mean, <laughs> we'll show him how to use the AC, but not the heater. John in the old stadium, we'd come up and, I mean, if it was a little bit cold out, you and I were up there sweating bullets. So John's <laughs> definitely uh, a little bit uh, warm-blooded. <laughs> Panthers are going to kick off Simmons. He's approaching high end over end. It's going to be short at about the seven or eight. And they use their, I'm going to call it a starburst for lack of uh, lack of a better term. They use their starburst, got the ball out to about the 20. Again, the Panthers, I thought, defensed it fairly good. You know, Doyle, I, I think Coach Jax is from that old Heights program. Uh, you know, those guys, uh, they, they for years, when back when Coach Wheeler was the guy there, uh, you know, they had all kinds of trick plays and gadgets up their sleeves. 14-0, Panthers. 10:42 left in the first half. You know Newton hasn't gone deep with anything. They've kept everything in tight screen passes and flats. And back to pass, rolling to the other side of the field, caught out in the flat, chased down by a linebacker, but he didn't quite catch him. It looked it looked like maybe the corner come in and made the play. Again, that wasn't anything fancy. It just that, that little flat out route and. Uh, that's where Newton's had their success so far offensively. It was a reverse pivot by the quarterback. He just flipped it out in the flat. And the guy ran. Yeah, they got that's just a sophomore. Yeah. So we'll see this kid for two more years yeah. after this. And it's out to the 33-yard line. It's Gomez along with Forrest in the backfield for Newton. First to 10, Panthers lead 14-0, back to pass. Now he's got some pressure on him. He just kind of threw it up in the air, and the ball was overthrown, but he had to get rid of it or he would have been sacked. And that's what you're going to have to do with Gomez is get some pressure on him. The ball was well overthrown. He just got rid of it. You know, late in the deal, you're going, okay, the ball's way overthrown. The receiver slowed down. We ran into him, and great no call by the official because that was an uncatchable football and you know that happens when you see the quarterback just throw it up in the air off his back foot he was just trying to get rid of the ball and hope somebody ran under it so it's going to be second and 10 panthers lead 14-0 again they give it to forrest panthers shut him down after maybe a yard gain it's going to be third down and long again the story on this kid 5'11 right at 200 pounds is 
he's a hard nosed runner, but uh, not a lot of not a lot of uh, uh, moves to him. And so far, the Panthers have uh, really shut him down. Into the ball game for the Panthers goes Britton Pascal. Cade Shelton came out. Third and nine. Panthers lead 14-0. Little pass out in the flat, and he just overthrew him. He was he was open. That that would have been a, a a good pass. Would have been a catch for a first down. You know, and I and I was watching that play develop. And you're right. He was open. The ball was out of his grasp. We also had one of our uh, our linebackers just kind of playing almost like you know, hey, throw it, and I'll get there. But not uh, in that situation. That's a pretty dangerous move. Panthers have two guys back deep. It's Edwards and Baker. They're standing at about their own 30. Edwards now up to about the 35. I'll be putting into a little bit of a wind. Not not much, but just there there is a bit, just a little breeze. Low snap. I think he went to a knee. He did go to a knee. And oh, now ball. they're saying, I think they're saying motion. Let's see what they call procedure. That's what they <laughs> probably what they, a big benefit for Newton because I think he touched his knee when the snap was low. It looked like it from here. Going to move it back five yards. It's going to be fourth and fourteen. Panthers lead 14-0. We've got 9.45 left in the first half. Nice kick. Takes a Newton bounce. Panthers have to pick it up. Baker, it kind of hit his foot. He was trying to get out of the way, and it hit his foot. Uh, he Johnny on the spot, though. If he don't get out and pick it up, Newton was there. Well, okay, you, you're job. right. Give him a lot of credit because he was trying to get out of the way, yeah. but hit him, and uh, he had enough presence of mind to get the ball picked up. Doyle, we've had uh, a couple of uh, bad snaps by Newton that they've been able to bring down, so something to watch later in the ballgame. Panthers have it from their own 35. They lead 14-0, 9.35 left in the first half. Panthers have really not had any trouble moving the ball against Newton. And uh, they give it to Edwards. He breaks to the outside. Touchdown. I, I don't see anybody catching him. <laughs> if he stays in bounds, he must have, uh, they he must have him stepped out of bounds. Out of bounds. Uh. The kid had a tremendous angle on him and had a very lucky shot. Or, you know, Dylan just played off it and must have just barely stepped out of bounds. But uh, another flying clear back at the at 35, which is going to take it way back. But Doyle, that showed some incredible speed by Dylan Edwards. He did. I thought he, he, he must have stepped out on his own because nobody touched him. <laughs> he, he made a good run there, but the Panthers are going to get something marked off. Now, I think it's going John's to be a holding probably. penalty, so that's going to shove it way back to the 25 of the Panthers. Yeah, it, it was a holding penalty. Again, Derby has not thrown the ball much. I mean, haven't had to, really. Now, it's it's that uh, we got a 14-0 lead at 9.22 left in the first half, and uh, when you got Dylan Edwards in the backfield, I think every play can go for six. Yes, it's, there's a potential there. And it, lo- it looks like there's another penalty marker. Newton, Newton. Newton came it's, across. Looks like offside is what it looks like. So that's going to get five of that ten back. <laughs> the Newton kid, I think, took a step. I think the first step he was offsides, and then he just kept stumbling until he, until he fell well across the line. So that gives Derby another of that five. Yeah, Zerger is the quarterback. Brock Zerger. I don't know, like you said, if something – 
happened to Thatcher or not. Oh, Edwards, big hole up the middle. First down and touchdown. Nobody's going to catch him. He's no, running away from people. Dylan's opened up. It was like a 5, 10, 15-yard lead as he, as he just blew past all the railroader guys on the play. And Doyle, I know earlier in the week we were around and Coach kept telling Zerger, pitch the ball, pitch the ball, pitch the ball. Zerger pitched the ball, and Edwards had it and made just uh, through a big hole. He takes it to the house. <laughs> there was a huge hole for him to run through, and, and Kevin, I would venture to guess that once he popped the line of scrimmage, nobody was going to catch him. He, you could have called touchdown right then. Oh, right, absolutely. Simmons on for the extra point. And it's up, and it is good. So with 8.57 left in the half, Panthers take a 21-0 lead on a nice run by Dylan Edwards. Well, Doyle, I think what you got to be careful of is if you're Newton, not getting your heads down now. And it's easy for teams to do when you're at a, at a place like Derby and you're playing a three-time state champion. It's easy to do. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businessmen, businesses. The Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, and Derby Nutrition. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. We appreciate their participation. Well, we again have tons of online listeners tonight from all over the country. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Austin, Texas, Olathe, Kansas, Chicago, Illinois, Denver, Colorado, Rogers, Arkansas, and London. Oh, once a Panther, always a Panther. I was going to say, as you always say, once a Panther, always a Panther. And that's pretty evident tonight with some of those online listeners. Simmons kicking off. Panthers lead 21-0, 8.57 left. Nice high kick. It's going to go in the end zone. He really got a good leg into that one. That that went back probably five, six yards into the end zone. So good kick by Simmons. And I know I talked to some guys from out of state that are uh, old Panther alumni. I got a buddy. I'm sure that's my buddy in Chicago listening tonight. You know, they're all the same way. They go, guy, you know, I, I graduated from Derby and this year, this year, this year, but man, I still bleed green. And and it's a neat deal that Mark and those guys are able to bring these ball games to, to guys all over the country. You bet. Panthers lead 21 nothing. 8.57 left. First and 10 from the 20 for Newton. Quick pass to the outside in the flat. Panthers played it pretty good, and then the guy just kind of Got away from one of our guys. Still pretty good defense that time. Well, and, again, that's part of the coaching up on the sidelines of a game. One, You know, you go against your guys all the time, and I don't care what anyone says, you know your guys. And, yeah, you're, you're running scout team against them, but you know all their tendencies and seeing a different team, it makes it a little tougher. Going to be second five. Clock moving, 8.50. Back to pass, rolling to the far side, and it's good catch out there at right about, right about the first down marker. That was a great diving catch by the Newton receiver. Well, that time Gomez uh, 
barely got rid of the football. We had guys just breathing down his neck, and he had to get rid of it a lot quicker than he wanted to. First down, 8.28 left. Panthers lead 21-0. We're in the second quarter. Newton, kind of, they kind of run a spread like we do. There, he's Gomez looking to the sideline, get the play called. Forrest in the backfield, along and Gomez just a RPO, just executed balls, balls on, on the, the ground. ground. But Newton, Newton had a guy there, picked it up. That was a nice RPO by uh, uh, Gomez. Well, and what he did was he started running forward. And he just just almost like a jump pass. He saw his receiver downfield four or five yards, dumped it off to him. He coughs the ball up, and unfortunately, it goes far enough that when Newt recovers it, it's first down. Going to be first to 10 from the 45 for Newt. They trail 21-0. Quick, another quick pass. This time, he juggled it, and when he juggled it, he was drilled. So the ball falls to the turf incomplete. That's a quick slant pass. Again, if you're a receiver, those are really good plays if you catch them because you're working against the grain. But, man, you know you're also an open target on the play. Derby had a couple of guys there just uh, really unloaded on him just as the ball hit his hands. Looked like Cade Shelt Shelt put the big hit on him. Cade, just a junior, and Doyle, he's a guy that they're pretty high on. They've talked about it last year that, you know, they felt like towards the end of the season he was capable of being a starting guy. I know Coach Clark wants to see him get bigger, faster, stronger, as, as you will, and uh, good things hopefully out of Cade. Second and 10, Panthers lead 21-0. Another quick pass to the sidelines. First down, going to be out of bounds inside the Panther 45 at about the 44, so they're just they're uh, taking care of business with these quick passes. Well, That's what they I are. Noticed on that play, yeah, Panthers, I mean, they just missed it. I mean, we read it. And if we step in front of it, it's six six points the other way. Unfortunately, it just missed our hands. We'll read one. We'll we'll get one before the night's over. I mean, you can go to the well. You can go to the well too many times. Twenty-one nothing. Panthers lead. There's a penalty marker on the. And now it looks Panthers, like the Panthers were yeah. offsides. Panthers jumped across too early. And, you know, when you got a big old nose uh, and he jumps across, uh, it's pretty obvious to everybody. Yeah, and you can't when you get when you get that weight going, it's hard to stop it. Like Aiden Carpenter is our nose man. And again, this time on a keeper, gets to the outside. Oh man, he got leveled. It looked like Miles Wash hit him and, and just took him up off the turf and knocked him out of bounds. He still picked up two or three, but he paid for it. Again, these linebackers are all new. I mean, none of them started last year, and they're going to do nothing but get better throughout the season. Going to be second down now and two yards to go. Newton trails 21-0, 6.30 to go first first half. They give it to Forrest, and he's going to – oh, man, did he get leveled? (laughs) Wow. Wow. I can't pick up the number. I'm trying to follow it as we come back, and that was a that was a great hit. I, I'm with you. These numbers are very hard to read. Well, he's a linebacker. And he tries that little jump pass again. Oh. This time it doesn't work. Panthers just. 
drilled. Well, it. we're gonna we have a flag on the place, so I don't know where it was at, whether it's a hold or I, let's hope it wasn't targeting or something. But he did a little jump pass, and there was four Panthers right in his face. Yeah, one of them was Roman Bowden, and he uh, he's the one that made the play on the last play for the Panthers. I finally picked up his number, and uh, he's made a couple couple good plays ah. in a row. Oh, this is on the Panthers. I didn't see what the call was. It's a big one, and I'm wondering if that was yards. up around the head. We're going to see. Well, he, I don't know if he's he's winding the <laughs> clock, but I don't. It's, it's hard. One of our other technical things is we don't have a good speaker system in the boost right now. Again, they give it to Forrest, and he gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage, maybe falls forward for a yard. Panthers lead this one 21-0 with 540 left in the first half. John, I don't know. I didn't see the flag. I, I never saw him. I saw the flag on the ground, but I never saw an official really make an indication of what it was. That's, yeah, you know, first game. You know, first yeah, game I, I think them. it had Once to be a personal foul, so we're assuming maybe it was up towards the head. Or... That, that's what you got to assume because I don't know what else it could have been. And, again, they give it to Forrest. He's going to throw the ball. Oh, caught. Touchdown. Wow. I don't think anyone from the Panthers saw Forrest throwing the football. It wasn't really a pretty pass, and I, I don't know what to say other than wow. It, it looked to me like the cornerback, he just jumped too soon trying to intercept the, the football. He jumped too soon. The ball went over his outreached hands and right into the to the uh, receiver. So Newton's in the game at 21-6 with the extra point to follow. And you know what? I don't think that surprises Coach Clark, as we said last year. We got scored on with some gadget plays and just some, some, you know, just mistakes. And that one was uh, definitely a gadget play. Well, we had we had the guy there uh, in coverage. It's just like I said, just looked to me like he just jumped a little bit, a little bit too quick, and uh, the ball floated, just floated over his head. Extra point attempt is good, and so Newton now trails twenty-one-seven with five oh nine left in the first half. Uh, you know, it's been all Panthers up to that point, and like you said, we're we're not going to play gadget plays too much. But the Newton's Newton's put a, put together a whole bunch of well, and, and exactly. And I think you know when you, when you looked up and you saw that uh, the Forrest had the football in his hands, we said he's a big load, but did not really quick. And he started stretching out the Panther defense. It's like, oh, you are in trouble. And about that time, arm comes up, and he. Uh, Bynes is a receiver downfield, and uh, Newton finally is on the board uh, with 5.09 remaining in the half. Panthers you know, lead 21-7. I've found, I've found Mercer Thatcher on the sideline. Uh, he's got his helmet kind of cocked up on his head, but, you know, he doesn't appear to have an injury. I, I wonder if maybe it was just a game plan that Zerger's maybe going to play the second half and, and Mercer the first. I don't know. Yeah, hard to, hard to say. I know – uh, you know, all season long, it's been a battle between the two of who's gonna who's gonna play. And you know, Coach Clark, he's he's kind of you know he's a lot younger than you and I, but he's still old school. He, uh, you know, you uh, make a couple plays he doesn't like, and he's gonna let you know about it as well. Twenty-one-seven, Panthers lead. Just a high pooch kick, going to be fielded at the twenty-four by Baker. He gets well, he gets out to about the twenty-six, twenty-seven, but it. Newton covered it pretty well. That, well, that ball was you know it, it was high. a little different than your typical pooch kick because that thing was sky high. And yep. you know if you can do that as a kicker against a Panther team and kick the ball that high and let your guys get downfield, 
not too uh, not too shabby. Yeah, anybody's going to cover a punt like that. That, like you said, it was high, very high. And at quarterback, I can't I can't pick up the number, but I'm thinking it. Well, I don't know. I'll wait till I see the number. It is Mercer Thatcher on a keeper. He gets out to about the 36 or 37, picked up seven or eight on first down. I, I kind of, I was like, you couldn't see the number, but I think Mercer has about four or five inches on, uh, on Zerger. And, you know, sometimes sitting on the sideline for a few series can wake you up. Second down, two yards to go. Panthers lead 21-7. They give it to Edwards. He makes a couple guys miss, picks up a first down. That was a heck of a run for two and a half yards. Well, he was he was cut out right at his, at his wheelhouse. Or Edwards probably turns the corner. No one's going to see him till he hits uh, hits the end zone. You know, this guy's 150, 55 pounds somewhere in there. But man, he runs full speed. He doesn't. There's nothing timid about him. Back to pass. Guy over the middle, just overthrown by quarterback. Mercer Thatcher. Uh, we, we definitely, I think that's Edwards. That, uh, let's take a look. Maybe not. Uh, it was. Uh, I can't, I can't pick up Mercer the number. It might, it, it might, no, that was, yeah, I think it was Dylan. Yeah. But, I, that, but again, Pat, it was just overthrown. It looked like it was Dylan to me. I mean, which is, which is kind of, kind of different for the Panthers to have him go on that route. Second 10. Panthers lead 21-7. Again, back to pass goes Thatcher. Got a guy caught. Caught it. It looked like it was Drake Thatcher, and it was the tight end. Well, there, there's it. two brothers, two twins that, uh, you know, probably played that play in their backyard since they were five years old. Just a nice pitch and catch out there from uh, from Mercer to Drake. Uh, Drake just jumped up there and caught it. I think that was intentional. Give it to good pitch to Edwards. He's going to get inside the 40 to about the 37, so he picked up six or seven on first down. Well, Doyle, we talked earlier that Derby hadn't had, hadn't thrown the football a lot. Yeah, you don't have to, but it's amazing how when you can throw, it opens up that running game because it keeps that defense a little more honest. Second and four, Panthers lead 21-7. And again, Thatcher on a keeper. He's going to get a first down and more, 30 inside the – 25 down to about the 21, maybe 22-yard line. Well, you know, and I'm going to say this again. Whatever happened, Mercer Thatcher set out a few series. and He came back. He looks much different. Going to be first down from the – they're going to mark it on about the 22. Now we've got timeout Newton. So probably not a bad thing. I, I, you know, let's calm these kids down. And, you know, there's 258 left. They trail twenty-one-seven, but you know, probably not a probably a pretty good timeout by Coach Jacks. No, I, I totally agree with you. Panthers have been moving the ball pretty easily on this series. You know, regroup them, and you definitely don't want to go into the halftime down twenty-eight to seven. So you regroup and, and get them ready. Doyle, I, I know we mentioned it early on. This place is packed tonight. Again, beautiful new stadium here in Derby, packed house. Newton's got a great crowd over there, and tonight is Military Appreciation Night. I don't. I don't think you could ask for a better, better night when you think about 9/11 and all the things that have happened. And I just want to go out and say, we appreciate those servicemen. Yes, we do. Panthers lead again, 21-7. They've got a first and ten from the 22-yard line. 
Thatcher and Edwards are in the backfield. I'm surprised we haven't seen Hubbard yet. And Edwards makes a guy. Then he just kind of stumbled. I think the turf turf bug got him on that one. He picked, still picks up five. It's going to be uh, well. He picked up seven. Well, you know, Doyle, I think you're. I think you got ESP because guess who just came into the ball game? Hubbard. Two back offense. All right. They give it to Edwards. He gets down inside the 15 to about the 11. Yeah, this this is something Coach Clark talked to us about tonight, about, you know, there, there's going to be some two-back offense with these two little scat backs. <laughs> I'll tell you what, how do you, how do you defend these two? First and 10 for about the 11, and again, timeout by Newton. And, and I want to go back. I, I want to go back a few plays. Panthers lead 21-7, 220 to go in the half. But I want to go back. Two or three plays, that little that little pass to to Drake Thatcher. I I, I think you're right. I mean, he, he just kind of tossed it up in the air, and Drake jumped up in the air like it was a basketball pass. I think I think you're right. I think they probably worked that in their backyard over the years. That was that's what it looked like. Well, and you know, these two guys are both. Uh, I mean, they're big guys. I mean, they go six four. They're both basketball players. So you know, I, I guarantee you, how many times those guys go up for a rebound and out jump the guy. That's exactly what happened. He just went up in the air and out jumped, uh, you know, the defenders to come down with it. Easily out jumped the defender, and so yeah, they they, they probably he probably called that in the huddle and goes, <laughs> "I'll just toss it up to you, Drake. You catch it." Well, that might be what happened because that that was a that was a nice looking play. Well, Panthers are going to stay with this two back offense and Doyle again. I mean, you don't see this very often out of the Panthers. No, but you got to defend it. That's for sure. First and 10 from the 11. They give it to Hubbard. He's going to get outside. Touchdown, Panthers. Not even touched. Not even touched because everybody, I know they know who Derek Hubbard is, but they were following Dylan Edwards, and Hubbard showed some really good speed. Once he got a hand on the football, he found the open hole, and there was no question. That, that's going to be a tough combo. Uh, that, that's, going to be, that's going to drive some DCs crazy. <laughs> Without question. 27-7 with the extra point to follow. A little bit of a low snap. And we got a penalty marker on the play. The extra point was good, but we'll wait and see what the marker is. I think uh, Panthers had a nice drive there, Kevin. Uh, and and I, was, I was real happy to see Hubbard get the football, and his first carry of the year goes – 11 or 12 yards for a touchdown. Nobody touched him. Nobody touched him. I think this penalty, if it's assessed, is going to be against Newton. They came over and said something to Coach Clark, and I saw him nod and said yes, so we'll see. Yeah, the extra point was good, so it's 28-7. I'm going to guess maybe Newton might have jumped offside. We'll wait and see. If if they assess it on the kickoff, it'll go out to the 45 well, Doyle, you know, we, we, we missed that week one game, and everybody kept saying that they, there might be games against some teams from Texas that were highly ranked Texas teams. And, you know, when we were talking to Coach Clark, we said, how would you feel with no game plan? And he goes, you know what, if I was that Texas team, I'd be more worried because we've got a playbook that's, you know, it's two foot deep. And so, you know, what you're seeing out at the two-back offense isn't. I mean, we've seen it, but it's been years since we have. Coach Clark just does such a great job of, 
of adjusting his personnel around. I think you go back, uh, what? Oh, yeah, I mean, this has been 10, 12 years ago when we had three quarterbacks, and he put three quarterbacks on the field. Teams didn't know what to do because it's like, how do we defend these guys? Because they can throw, all three of them can throw the football. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got a little bit of a mad scientist in him. <laughs> the penalty was 15 yards, so I'm going to guess it was unsportsmanlike or, or something. Uh, along those lines because uh, it's the ball's all the way to uh, the 45 yard line of Newton that's where Simmons will kick off so I can imagine I wouldn't be surprised to see an onside or something like that because otherwise he's just going to kick it in the end zone you're going to pick up 20 yards field position Panthers lead 28-7 that's exactly what they did they kicked an onside and uh, Panthers might have got that thing inside the 30 yard line I think they did, Doyle. And uh, KDKQLP. It looks like maybe they might have touched it too soon. I haven't seen the flag, but I sure thought a Panther got up holding the football. There, it's taken them a while, and I, I think obviously the Panthers are going to stay on defense. So, it took a little while for them to sort things out on that. Hey, Panther fans, check out our new Panther broadcast website for all things Panthers games, pictures. Online stream, again, you can watch these games anytime or listen to them anytime you want uh, on these podcasts. You know, anytime you want, just go to pantherbroadcast.com. Well, they're still figuring out what what they're going to call here. Newton's offense is on the field, but the Panther defense is kind of, I don't know if they're coming over the sideline or if they just, maybe they think it should be their ball. Well, I know Chris from Fisher Media is the guy that designed that website. We've seen some pretty incredible stuff from him. I know you were telling me the other day, you said, I can't keep up with Chris and all his technology. I can't keep up with any technology. <laughs> but, again, it's 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 a pretty nice site. It makes things very easy to get onto. And I know they were handing us some, some postcards the other day with the UR code and said, guys, hand these out. People can just scan them with their phone and go straight to the website. Well, Newton's going to have it first and 10 from their 35. They trail 28-7 with just over two minutes to go in the half. Out to pass, and it looked like it was caught out on the sideline, and it was. Oh, man. And, again, we had a Panther right on the spot. At some point, I just can't help but think we're not going to pick up one of those and uh, and take it back to the house or the other direction. Jake Smith made the kick. The catch, it was a diving catch. It was a, a, a nice play by Smith, but we had a Panther right there. First and 10. Back to pass. Another quick out. Gets out of bounds. That stops the clock with 150 to go. Again, Panthers lead this one 21 to 7. Oh, Doyle, there's an old saying, you know, for offenses, guys, that if, if the defense has put too much pressure on you, you got to get rid of the football quick on little slants and little out routes. And that's what Newton's doing. They're they're running those just every every time they have the football. Back to pass, rolling to the near side, picked off. Oh, oh almost picked off by one of our safeties. Yeah, that ball just. I mean, again, we had so much pressure on him, and Brian Murph almost picked it off. But again, we forced Gomez to get rid of the football quickly. I thought I thought Murph had it. He just it just kind of slipped out of his hands. And good play by Murph. Second, third down and eight. Panthers lead, twenty-eight-seven. Back to pass goes Gomez. 
and the pass was just off target. It was intended for Isaac Klug or Klug, so it's going to be fourth down. They haven't used a whole lot of clock by they passed on every play, so there's oh, still lots makes, of time. Yeah. Well, it makes it scary here. And they, I'm glad to see they're bringing their punt team on. You know, you're giving the Panthers a minute 42 uh, or, or so left. Uh, that's a lot of time for a very uh, potent Panther offense. Well, I think all we need is one play, really. I mean, we bust a play, and that'll take about 10 seconds. Oh, just a low punt. Takes a good bounce for Newton. Going to roll inside the 20 down to, it looks like, about the 18-yard line with 1.30 to go. Panthers lead this one 28-7. You know, what we, I was just sitting here realizing, looking at the lighting here, and I think that was an addition that was made last year that, you know, they got the new turf on the uh, out here on the field. They got the new lights, and the lights are such an improvement. They haven't done it yet. I, I know, but these lights will change colors. They can flash them into neon green and what have you. But, again, this facility is uh, – definitely probably the best one in the, in the state of Kansas right now for a high school. We go to places where they're shared with colleges, but uh, just a, a tremendous uh, facility here at Derby. And long overdue. Looks like Edwards and Thatcher in the backfield. Ball's on the 18 or 19. First and 10. And they give it to Edwards. He gets hit hard at about the 25, but he falls forward to about the 27. Again, a 155-pound running back that is not afraid to lower his shoulder and pick up the extra yards. Dylan Edwards is one of those guys that's been looked at all over all over uh, with major colleges, and he's just a junior. Second and two. Clock's still moving. About a minute to go. Thatcher on a keeper. He's going to get a first down and more. And I said Thatcher. I'll wait and see what his number is. Yes, it was Mercer Thatcher. Panthers have 55 seconds left here to score from their own 30. Pass over the middle. Just out of the reach of the guy if he was open. I can't pick up his number. It might be Drake Thatcher. He looks pretty big. So We were wide open on the play, and it was just out of his reach. You know, good call by Coach Clark. Still 28-7, 45 seconds left. And don't kid yourself, Coach Clark wants points on the board here. Yes, he does. And it was, it looks like it was Drake, the intended receiver. Trips to the near side for the Panthers. Oh, picked off. Newton picked it off and got down to about the Panther 40 uh, that was uh, probably a pass that shouldn't have been thrown. Uh, and, and, you know, tough pass. I mean, Mercer was rolling out to his left side. So, you know, a little awkward for a right-handed quarterback. And he tried to throw across his body. And, you know, that's a telegraph pass. And I and I, I agree with you. The safety just sat back there, waited on it. It was an easy pick. Yeah, the safety jumped the route pretty, pretty quickly. I mean, the, the ball wasn't thrown bad. It's just, like you said, all those other things going, yeah. you know, the way he was rolling out and all that business, and uh, he jumped the route. First and 10 from the 39, back to pass goes Gomez. He's throwing it deep, and it's good coverage out there by the Panthers. 
Nowhere for that ball to fit in. Good play. It looked like it might have been Clemens out there. Again, you're talking about two two quarterbacks for the Panthers that are very experienced, probably two of the best corners in the state. And, uh, you know, they're hard guys to pick on. Great cover guys. Both of them are willing to step up and make tackles. So uh, good play out there that time. But they are – their coverage, they're as good of, good of uh, cornerbacks as there are in the state. And we're, we're fortunate to have both of them in the same year. They were good last year's juniors. Right. 32 seconds left. Panthers lead 28-7. Blitz. Oh, man, he just got <laughs> leveled. You Gomez know what? Did. I, I will tell you on that play, uh, waiting to see that. I, I don't know if that was Cade Sheldon. I'm trying to see if he'll turn around and show us his number. But uh, great hit that time by the Panthers. I mean, that is Mr. Gomez going to be thinking about that play all night I, I long. I think it was Roman Bowden on the hit. Uh, and you're right. It was Bowden. And, man, he just leveled Gomez. He's made he's made a couple of really nice hits for the Panthers tonight. 28-7, 28 seconds left. Back to pass. Panthers show blitz. And the ball's just overthrown. And, again, uh, Gomez is not comfortable back there when he sees all those white helmets coming at him. And he just had to get rid of it. It's now fourth down. Yeah, you, you, as I said earlier, when Gomez was having success, you got to make him uncomfortable. You got to do something. And, you know, our, our defensive co- coordinator, Coach Wietrich, he, he's been around the block a few times. And I guarantee you he noticed it and said, hey, let's start putting the heat on him. And, uh, you know, well coached up defense. Panthers got a couple guys back, but I doubt they'll see the football. They're punting from the line of scrimmage is the Panther 39. Now we've got – that's the third timeout, I believe, for Newton, so they don't have no more timeouts. There's 23 seconds left. Panthers lead 28-7. Well, you know, I think if you coach Jacks here, you got to pay a little bit of attention to – you've had several suspect snaps back to your punter. You know, you don't want to screw up here with – 23 seconds and give the Panthers an opportunity to put points on the board. You know, I'm looking at these lights that they got put up last year, and I'm looking out on the field. If I remember right, we used to have a dark spot over in the northeast corner, and it's it's pretty bright out there now. I mean, you know, I, I know I had, run into the darkness for a touchdown. You know, the, the field is phenomenal looking. Derby's on the, you know, you see the big derby letters on the north end zone, and it says Panthers on the south end zone, and you know, for many, many years, back when this was an old Bermuda field, there was rumor of guys that would go out and paint those letters every week. And I, I don't know that anyone ever ever caught them, but the, the, the words Derby and the word Panthers were out there. Yeah, they were. But the end zone was green because of the grass. And then, then when, when the Bermuda started going away, all of a sudden that end zone was, was light-colored. <laughs> Those were the days when you saw the, the, the yard markers were, were halfway crooked, and it's like, yeah. man, by which side are we going off of? But yep. you, always, a, you always wanted the chains to be on that crooked side so you get, <laughs> you get a little bit of break. Oh, they're trying to field goal here, Doyle. Well, this guy's got a lot of leg. It, it's going to be a 56-yarder. Uh, 56. Oh, there's fake. a fake. Panthers read that right away. Ball's the on ball's the ground loose. as well. Panthers are going to get the ball regardless. You know, Dolan, this clock is driving me crazy as well because I just saw it. It was 20. I thought we're going to get it with 23 seconds. Boom, it's 17 seconds. So 
I, you know, could be a real issue if this was a real tight ball game. We got one player coming off with a bit of a limp. I know who it is. I'm thinking that's Anton Anton Carpenter's. What I'm thinking. Well, it looked like Mason Hopper. I don't know. He's down on the ground now, but uh, we'll definitely looked, keep our eye like, on that. Looked like number ninety to me, and on one roster, Anton was number ninety, and on another roster, he's fifty-seven, and that's number ninety. So I'm going to guess that's Anton Carpenter that's limping a little bit. Oh, we he, got two then, because the the other one, yeah is 43 yeah that's that's mason hopper yeah well hopefully they'll be all right yeah we we definitely don't want to see injuries at any point but no, for sure not any, first game of either the season. team you know panthers 16 seconds left penalty goes against against the panthers on a false start see what coach clark uh tries here i'm gonna guess we'll probably see a running play and they get, oh, a reverse. No, a fake reverse. See ya. <laughs> Goodbye. Touchdown, Panthers. That was Dylan Edwards on the fake reverse. No flags on the play. Again, we said that this Panther offense is explosive. Coach Clark gets into maybe the second tier of the box of tricks. And once you saw Dylan Edwards with the ball in his hands and he turned the corner, it's see ya, lights out. Yeah, there wasn't anybody going to catch him. <laughs> I, I believe the guy's on roller skates. The only Mo- thing you, you started worried about, Dylan, was running right down the sideline, and it's and he kind of looked back over your shoulder. It's like, oh, man, don't step out of bounds, Dylan. Yeah, he's, he's already stepped out of bounds once over on the other side of the field. Extra point, again, kind of a knuckler, but Simmons gets it through. It's now 35-7 with six seconds to go. So, you know, you can go back to those – pass plays that Newton ran didn't run any clock off virtually the Panthers get it back with well, 17 seconds to go and then you try and get cute and you try and act like you're going to kick a 56 yard field goal you try and run out of it you get snuffed and I believe Doyle whether it was 17 seconds or 23 seconds Panthers get the ball and just like that Dylan Edwards is standing in the end zone oh, not yeah. what you want to do if you're coach Jacks no that that was that was good for Derby and not good for uh, Newton. You know, those are those plays. I don't know. I caught myself twice this week saying, you know, that old hindsight thing, something else. And I'm sure Coach Jax is saying that right now. Is, Man, why didn't you guys tell me to punt the football? <laughs> yeah, well, Panthers are up 35-7, and that's probably what it'll be at halftime. And uh, it'll be pretty interesting to see. I mean, be interesting. I think the Panthers will come out. Well, they haven't played a game yet, so I can't see them going to the number twos and threes too quickly in the second half. But no, you would, you would think at least a series or two. Yeah, for both both sides of the football, because they they pretty well, except for that one play that Newton really hadn't done a whole lot. Yeah, Panthers are playing them. Panthers are playing them pretty good. High and end, end over end, it's going to go in the end zone for a touchback. So Newton will get it on the 20 with six seconds left in the first half. They trail in this one 35-7 thanks to a, about a nine-second dash by Dylan Edwards 
just a few seconds ago. And I, I can't imagine Coach Jacks, you know, in this situation doing a whole lot fancy. I, you know, I, I think I stay pretty conservative if I'm coach. Yeah, I'd like take a knee and let it run out and get in the, I don't know, can they get in the locker room? Uh, they're using the middle school gym, I'm being told. Uh. No, they try to run it. It's Forrest. He gets hit and dropped for no gain. In fact, he might have lost a, a half yard. That runs out the first half. You know, Kevin, the Panthers have really looked pretty good, I, I think, uh, this first half. They lead 35-7. And, uh, well, and, and I think if you're Coach Clark, Coach Wietrich, you, you look at this and you go, hey, has it been a perfect first half of football? Absolutely not. But if you're those guys and you're going week one for us, You've seen a lot of really good stuff, too. I mean, yeah, and I, I think you're seeing some guys grow up fast. I think you're seeing our linebackers grow up really fast, as well as the safeties. I think linebacker play was much improved after those first few series. Oh, I thought so. I, I thought our linebackers looked pretty good, uh, and they're all under – well, they've got we've got one senior, but he's, he's not ever started, I don't think. But, uh, you know, they're young, and they, they don't have a lot of experience, but what they do is they, they'll take a shot at you. You know, they're, they're not afraid to hit you. You know, I'm watching to see where Newton goes. Uh, and it's, uh, again, you got a brand new stadium and things going on. They re they renovated the old locker room that was just pathetic before, and they renovated it, made it much bigger for the visiting team. And the concessions are over there. And then I, I heard late in the week that the fire marshal didn't allow it to be open because there was a few little glitches with some windows and some things. Uh, you know, and so Newton was using – we got a new gym over at the middle school, and they put down mats for them and all this. But I, I can't tell whether they snuck around the back and they're going all the way up there. Or, you know, to me, it's hey, let's go behind the locker, old locker room, and just have our meeting out there. But uh, again, think. just a few glitches with the new stadium. Hopefully, those will all be uh, corrected in the upcoming weeks. I, I think if I was Coach Jacks, we'd just go behind the go behind the building and oh john's telling us they're going all the way up to the gym so wow yeah that's a that's a little if you're used to derby you know that's a little bit of a dash yeah we got a 20 minute half it looks like well if that clock will ever move uh i, I can't tell it's setting at 18:29 right now oh the the, <laughs> the one down here is at 1850 we've been trying to kind of watch it seems like the clock that works the best is the one down here that uh is in the uh, south end zone. And, and you know, yeah, it's, I, you it's, know what's so ironic about that? You and I talked about that at lunch today, that, you know, of all the things that you worry about, I hope they really checked out the scoreboard and the, and the, and the clocks because those are with all the work on the track, everything. And what are we having trouble with tonight is those two things. Yeah. I, uh, I was up here. Oh, I don't know. A long time on Wednesday. Uh, we were having some, uh, uh, some issues with our equipment, but, which we got worked out, but uh, uh, there there was a lot of people up here working still. And, but you know they're they're getting it under underway and they're they're going to get it uh, up and running. I imagine by this time next week it'll be in pretty well, good shape. And, and if you're if you're guys like you and I, we watched this thing evolve. Really, I mean, the minute the season was over with, that the construction crew came in with with bulldozers and they just knocked this whole stadium down and started from scratch. You know, big, big changes. I mean, every week we'd go by and go, hey, did you see this happen? Did you see that happen? And, you know, by all counts, we expected a few glitches tonight. We really did. But you look at this thing overall, and 
I don't think there was a person that walked through the gates tonight that didn't go wow. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned know? you mentioned this thing being being tore down. I got I got a I got a snitch on Coach Clark a little bit. Uh, I was up here watching him demolish this thing just just because it was being built, and I was practicing on that field while it was being built. But anyway, you know how Coach likes the cold weather. He it was a little, it was a little bit cold that that day, and man, he was. He was trying to show me some pictures he took, and he was holding his cell phone up. His hand was just shaking like that. <laughs> I'm thinking, gosh, dang, coach, I can't, uh, I can't see what you're trying to show me. You know, yeah. but it was kind, of, it was kind of funny. But well, he, he was a little excited too. Oh, about. hey, you know what? Again, any Panther fan around the country, you, you got to be excited when you know for how long the stadium needed to be done, and everybody said, God, why is Derby still playing with those same same conditions and you know, we kept this happened a year later than it should have. We were told, oh, it's going to happen. And then, you know, because of money and funding, they said, no, we're going to put it off a year. And you and I were uh, kind of crushed because we were ready to have some air conditioning. I, I think some guys just came up here and I think they're probably cold because it's 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 about 62 degrees up here tonight. Yeah, well, it, it's it's all right. I mean, I'm not going to say we deserve it, but, you know, it's, <laughs> there's a long time that we <laughs> I mean, <laughs> There was times in that other thing with no air conditioner, then we'd just pull our headsets off and the sweat would just, I mean, it was almost like there was a waterfall inside our, you know. But, well, I thought that was in the wintertime when Killen had the heater on. Well, sometimes, sometimes. But it's a uh, it's pretty good uh, pretty good build here, and, and, I, and I think the, the, the city, the city's proud of it. The city deserves it, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice thing to happen. It, it just been a been a while but uh they finally took care of it and everything's going to be great you know the panthers lead this one 14 or 35 to 7 and uh they've played a pretty good first half and you know we look for a, a better second half we we look for things to uh pick up a little bit and we also probably look for some uh non-starters to get a little friday night action that that sure as heck does not hurt them but Right now, Panthers lead 35-7. We'll be back. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Fidelity Bank's four-generation promise is to create a better future by acting with courage and integrity alongside their customers and the community. That's why Fidelity Bank is happy to be a proud sponsor of Derby Panthers. Fidelity's Derby location can be found at 2542 North Rock Road or can be reached on their website, fidelitybank.com. Fidelity Bank is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, 
Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. The new Panther Stadium, there's probably, I don't know, somewhere around nine minutes and 40 seconds to go before the start of the second half. These these clocks are really, really hard to figure out. You just got to get lucky and see them moving. <laughs> Panthers lead this thing 35-7. They, they had a pretty good first half, I thought, for for uh, uh, first game out of, of the season. Uh, Newton's in their second second game, and, you know, the Panthers are really, they, they really look fairly good tonight. 
well, no doubt. And, you know, these kids have been chomping at the bit for game time action. And, you know, all, you know, they've been playing each other. And last week, you know, unfortunately, we just couldn't find a game. No one, you know, and, and this is funny. You and I talked about this, Doyle, that, you know, we had the game with Newcastle that we were supposed to have last year. COVID changed it. Then this year they backed out on us. And, you know, it was kind of late in the year and everyone goes, you know, how's this happening? And if they were a Kansas team, Keisha would have come down on them. But being an Oklahoma team, they got away with it. And then we started scrambling, trying to find teams. And, you know, every week coach would say, you know, maybe we got a team game with this team. We had one set up with a team out of Colorado. Same thing. They said, no, due to COVID, we don't want to cross state lines. And it just kept going on and going on like that. These poor kids suffer. I mean, you know, they're the ones that, you know, they, they wanted to open this stadium up with a, with a football team, not, you know, with a week one bye, if, if you will. And from what we gather, I mean, this could play out big for us that at the end of the season, let's say Derby's undefeated and another team's undefeated with one more win, it could give Derby a two seed instead of a one seed. Yeah, and, and that, I've heard that story, and uh, I, I would hope in, in that situation, if it arises, that the Activities Association would look at it and say, well, it wasn't Derby's fault. You know, they didn't cancel that first game, so we shouldn't punish them. But, you know, you never know what Casey will do. I'm sure they've got rules and regulations they have to go by, and I'm sure they've got a, a way to seed these. They do a pretty good job seeding these brackets. You know, they got two eight-man eight brackets that basically uh, on this side and then two eight-man brackets on the east side. So they do a pretty good job, but you'd think they would look look at that maybe give Derby – well, it doesn't matter. It's a long ways to go. we still got still got a long ways to go till that – will be any part of our conversation well the darndest thing they never ask you and i's opinion they never do. I, I, I never figured that one out <laughs> I, I, they never do and i and i haven't figured it out yet i've been you know doing this a long time i think this is uh i've been i think i've helped her out with it a couple three more years than you but you and i've been broadcasting for this is our 20th season and nobody's ever asked us anything yeah, and you know what's interesting? I think I told you this the other day when you brought that up and you said, you know, Kevin, it's been 20 years since we've done this. And I, I looked at you and I said, you know what? We did this our first year in Newton. down And, and you know, so it's kind of ironic that 20 years later we're broadcasting a Newton football game. And, you know, I, I know for one I've had a blast doing this. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of fun. And I, I can still remember that first game. And, uh, you know, well, I remember how I got it. You know, I, I went over to a guy's house that had done it, and he says, "You got to do it." He said, "You've helped us. You got to do it. If you don't do it, nobody will do it." Right. So, so we did it, and uh, I can still remember that Newton game. Boy, was I nervous! <laughs> I, you know, I think we were both very nervous in that game. And you know, I, 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 I'm not sure whether you grabbed me because, hey, you know, I got a guy that, that enjoys the game as much as I do, and and, and a Panther, and uh, or you thought, man, who do I know that talks a lot? And somehow, you know, you and I, again, we work out uh, well together. I, uh, I, I I can't imagine you've done a few games without me. When I was coaching middle school, we had a couple Thursday night games that just fell into play that I had a ball game. And I know one time I, I had a ball game and I left this stadium after a, after a nice win and hightailed it to Salina, listening to you on the radio and thinking, man, that poor guy needs me. He needs me. But, you know, tough deal to sit there and know that, hey, I showed up at halftime. And you, you'd kind of filled in. So, you know, those are just uh, fun experiences over the years. Yeah, and, and you know, the reason we're talking about this stuff is 
we don't have any stats. Uh, our uh, stats guy uh, is sick, and so I, I don't know. I don't even know how the the, the Panthers, the, the coaching staff. I don't know what they've got to you know what kind of stats they've got. But uh, no, we you know. miss Rob a lot tonight. Uh, you know, and I know he's under the weather. And man, I, I'm telling you what, a, a shout out to Rob. I hope you're feeling okay because in today's world with with COVID and all the things going on, we just uh, you know stats are secondary right now. The health of uh, of all our people is way more important. So Rob, I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, me too. I. I I certainly hope that as well. And, uh, you know, it, it's, yeah, that's, that's you know, more before we go to break. And I know we have to here in a minute, I, you know, I think back at the, about the nostalgia of this old stadium, you know, I still think one of my favorite memories and I hope James is listening tonight, but we had a kicker here years ago named James Paletta and the old stadium had some stairs right in the middle of it. You had to climb up to and James was our player of the game and we were waiting on him and thought he was coming up. And we, all of a sudden we we're like, where is James? We saw him and, we look up and he'd climbed up the ladder, was up on top of the press box. And, you know, poor kid came down, tr- turned out to be a tremendous interview. I mean, he was one of Derby's greatest kickers we've ever had. We just had a blast with James that night. But, you know, just all the old history of the game and things that, that you miss. You know, that it, there's just a lot to this stadium. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot. And there was a lot to the old stadium. And, it, it, you know, there are a lot of memories. And I'm sure everybody out here in the stands have some kind of memory of the old stadium. Panthers lead this one 35-7. We're probably five, eh, a little over five minutes away from the, well, we've got the obligatory three-minute warm-up period, so uh, we're five or six minutes away from the start of the second half. It'll be interesting to see uh, what Coach Clark does to start the second half. I, I can't imagine him not putting it, leaving his starters in for a couple series each anyway, just to get some continuity, but Anyway, Panthers lead 35-7. We'll be back. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached. 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on the website, dnmmechanicals.com. Well, Granny Cletus, the new Panther Stadium looks amazing. It sure does, Mooney Pie. I love me some fall events. Go sport ball. You know, the Derby Public Library has lots of events this fall. What events are you talking about? Events for kids of all ages and adults, too. We just have to visit derbylibrary.com for all the info. Holy smokes, the library sounds like a party to me. Hey, kid, you're holding that football wrong. Let me show you how it's done. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. 
Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Lawn got you down? Diamondback Total Lawn Care offers services for all your lawn needs. They can be reached at 573-2267 or on their Facebook page, Diamondback Total Lawn Care. Diamondback Total Lawn Care is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Build Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Build Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Build Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium. Uh, again, the renovated Panther Stadium. Uh, and we're, we're three minutes away from the start of the second half. Panthers lead this one 35-7. And, uh, you know, it's really been, Panthers really played what I think is pretty good. But, you know, we, we talked to the coach, what you and I see versus what they see when they break down the film. Uh, you know, they may see a whole lot of things that, that we don't see. But oh. so far, it looks like the kids have played pretty no well. No question. We've done that before. We, you know, we, you and I analyzed and said what we did. And then we'd see coach on Saturday and go, hey, coach, you know, this and that. And he'd look at us and go, no, they played awful. Yeah. You know, so big, big difference. Oh, let's go. I got a few scores here. At halftime, uh, of local interest anyway, uh, Goddard Eisenhower was up 14-0 on Salinas Central. Here's a, here's a crazy one. In the second quarter, Mays 3, Campus 2. What? Yeah, yeah Mays that 3, is a, that Campus That is a crazy score. 2, Garden City 7-0 over Hutch. Salina South trails big to Mays South 23-0. Valley Center 7, Goddard 6. Wichita Northwest up big in the first quarter, twenty-eight to zero over Heights. I think there's a little revenge after losing to to yeah, uh, Bishop they, Carroll. They, week they've one. probably got the gas pedal down pretty hard. Northwest does. Bishop Carroll twenty-one, Wichita South zero. I know your granddaughter is an old South High Titan alum, so just a couple scores of uh, interest interest there. Yeah, and you know, it, it, we didn't have a game last week, but I still watch catch at Kansas like I always do in the evening and, and catch up on all the scores and who won. I've got a couple websites I go to, to, to track teams. I got one for the Northeast part of the state. And, you know, it, it's, it's just nice. It was nice to, uh, it was nice to, to get back into the mood of, of, uh, this fall sport. Oh, you know, we were just, we were talking to one of the guys, uh, up here, I believe from the informer that's taking some pictures and, uh, you know, just getting back into this thing, uh, not having COVID shutting everything down, the big fans, all the fun stuff up here. And, you know, I, I'm going to give kudos to this guy. He, he he remembered last year at state game we were up there, and we uh, I think you and I made the call before a touchdown happened. He said, hey, last time I saw you guys, you, you made the call that happened. Well, he took some pictures of that last picture of Dylan Edwards scoring that uh, touchdown. I'm telling you, he needs to send it somewhere big time because, he caught a great picture of Dylan scoring that touchdown, and 
it's it's those kind of pictures that you you probably only get every so often and great picture great job yeah I, I yeah and not only was it a good picture but he took a series of pictures that showed him running down the sideline and uh, they, they were they were great pictures. I, I bet the Edwards would love to have those, so <laughs> no they could question. make some posters. No question. I, I think that's Dad over there, uh, just standing up just to our left. You know, I saw Dad and I think Grandpa Edwards down there too. And you know, Dad uh, he was uh, quite a football player in his day at uh, Wichita Southeast, yes. and then went on to K State and had a great career. So you know, uh, I coached uh, older brother KV on. Uh, in seventh grade, he was a good athlete. So the Edwards family has produced some uh, tremendous athletes for sure. It's in the genes. Well, we're about ready to go here in the second half. I think uh, if I remember right, Newton will be receiving and the Panthers will be kicking off to start the second half. And again, Kevin, it'll be, I, I just don't see it happening, but it'll be interesting to see if the starters and how long the starters play in the second half. Uh, I, I know that, uh, Again, it's just our first game, and we might see them a little bit longer than we than we might normally in a, in three or four games. Well, again, I think you about have to uh, you know give the kids some some time on the field because we all know what happens next week. This place will be rocking as Bishop Carroll comes to town. Bishop Carroll knocked off Wichita Northwest uh, in week one, so this is a much much improved Carroll team. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Uh, uh, visitors bleachers over across the way from us and they will be full there won't be any there won't be any empty spots when carol comes calling next week simmons kicking off and again they have three receivers back deep they've used what what i'll call a starburst formation uh and tried to trick the panthers it hadn't worked so far panthers have played it very well Last couple of kicks have been in the end zone by Simmons, and I think this is going to go in the end zone as well. Yes. Simmons has showed a pretty good leg tonight, and he's he's also done well on the extra points. Uh, there have been some low and high snaps, but uh, the timing between him and Mercer Thatcher have worked very well. So uh, he's off to probably another, another good year of kicking, we hope. Well, again, fans – Check out DerbyPantherBroadcast.com, and you can see all kinds of podcasts, listen to the ball game, see all the great things that Chris over at Fisher Media has done designing this website. He's made things really simple. First 10 from the 20. Newton trails, 35-7. Quick pass to the outside, lit up. Our guys are playing that, at least the first one of the second half. They played that very well. Picked yeah. up maybe four yards. We, we delivered the blow, and it's and I guarantee you they talked about that at half. Guys, nothing fancy here. This is what we're doing. Step up and make the play. Panthers came to the occasion on that play. It was a nice hard hit by the defensive back. Second down and about six. And they handed off to... Kenyon Forrest, and he's going to pick up probably close to a first down. Now he said Kenyon's one of those running backs that you really don't want to give him the opportunity to square up the shoulder pads because he, he runs very hard downhill. Yeah, they, they, they give him enough yardage for a first down, so it's going to be first and 10 from the 30. Panthers lead in this one, 35-7, 11.03 to go in the third quarter. Back to pass, just a quick one. And I, I think the receiver heard the footsteps on you, that you one. You think? 
Yeah. yeah thank I, I think you and I thought the same thing at, at almost identical times because he ran that same route. You can see the shoulder pads duck down like, ah, oh, I'm going to get blown up. Yeah. He, uh, he kind of slowed down on that route, <laughs> but this quarterback, uh, Gomez, he's got a very quick release and he throws a nice ball. Again, he rolls to this side and it just tipped by one of our linebackers. And that was enough for it to fall incomplete. I think it was Cade Shelton. Well, it brings up a, a third very long for Newton. And you can't, you don't want to start deep in your own territory and give the Panthers good field position. It's third down and 10 from the 30. Panthers lead 35-7, 10-50 to go in the third quarter. Back to pass, just kind of throws it up. And it looked like it was caught. Oh, it, it was, was caught. caught. You know, Doyle, I was looking at the scouting report on this kid that caught the football. That's exactly what it said about him. I think it was looked like it was Caden Rojas. And I think that was one of the things that they talked about was they had a couple of receivers that would make circus catches. That was one of them. That was one. Yeah, the quarterback just threw that up. We had pretty good coverage. Enough for a first down into Panther territory. So, again, they give it to Forrest. He picks up a couple on first down. Miles Wash was in on the stop. And I'm looking, I can't I can't really see the numbers, but I don't think I see Andon. I'm gonna have, I can't tell, to be honest with you. I, the numbers are very hard to read. I'll try to keep an eye on that gentleman that's playing nose and see if it is Andon. It'd be not because if it is, he's not limping anymore. And on a keeper, he got hit and dropped. Uh, There's a penalty comes late. In really penalty. quick. I, I I didn't see anything on the derby side. Maybe there was a holding, but we had three or four guys in the backfield and really delivered a blow. Yeah, they did. They delivered a nice shot. Holding Newton. There you go. Yeah, it didn't look like Panthers did anything but deliver a pretty good yeah. shot. So, yeah, what you got to like? It's early in the season, and you're seeing. The Panthers play some pretty aggressive football and deliver some pretty big hits. Well, you know, the, 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 one of the big deals was these four new linebackers, and, and I'm telling you, they are, they're lighting people up, all four of them. Now, coach, coach likes them to play physical, and we're getting that tonight. So it's second down to about 22 for Newton. They trail 35-7. Back to pass, Gomez. Ran right by our corner, caught, dropped, and dropped. My goodness, that was a <laughs> that was a that was a luck lucky deal for the Panthers. Well, and I guarantee you that was uh, Camden Carr for Newton, and I guarantee you he'd like to have that one back because well executed play. We didn't have a defender in sight, and he just dropped the football as he went to the ground. Yeah, the corner he kind of bit on uh, his stop move, and then he ran right past him. I bet he won't do that again. Brings up third and very long, 22. Yeah, third and 22. Back to pass, just a little screen out in the flat. And he's going to get maybe five yards shy. He picked up probably 17, 16, 17 yards, so it's going to be fourth down and fairly short. Well, you know, and you look at those plays and you – 
when, when you're that fast on the quarterback, you, you always got to assume it's a screenplay because all we do is brush block and let him go. A little bit of a gamble here. Yeah, it is. I think it's a big gamble. It's, it's fourth down and five. Panthers. You, you trail 35-7, maybe you got a gamble here. 8.40 to go in the third quarter. I'm sure they'd love to draw Derby outside and get that free five. Quarterback keep it. He did not get it. He's going to be short. The Panthers are going to take over. He nearly made it. He was about a yard and a half short, maybe two. And, uh, yeah, and you do, you got it. When you're trailing 35 to seven, you got eight, eight and a half minutes left in the third. You got to start scoring, you know, points. And so I, I don't know if it's a bad call or not, but, uh, this Panther offense pretty potent. Here's the only thing I can say about Mr. Gomez. We're going to have to deal with him for another two years. He's, he's pretty good quarterback and our, our scoreboard has went completely out now. Oh gosh. We, we, we'll have to count on the. 826 remaining in the ball game down on the non-working 25 second clock. Yeah, we've got we've got time on that thing on the non-working 25 second clock. So, I I don't know what's going on. They're yeah, it makes to, it a little tough. Now they now we got a little bit of the scoreboard. Back yeah, it's on. first and 10. There we go. We're back on. There's 8 825 left. 35-7 Panthers. They've I got see, the scoreboard I see our wide on. out and, our, and, and, and their corner out there talking. They're probably going, man, your new stadium's great. What's wrong with all the scoreboards? <laughs> yeah, they'll, have, they'll take care of that. Two back offense. Pitch out to Hubbard, and he gets well, thrown down for about a yard, maybe two. Loss. Now, Newton played that well. Derby was running an option to the near side. They played it well. They made, uh, I believe it's Zerger, wasn't it, that, that pitched the football. and They made him pitch the football to Hubbard. They played it well. They stretched the play out. It is Zerger. Dylan Edwards, man, he made a nice cutback that, that netted him about another five yards on the play. He picked up seven. <laughs> you know, some of that stuff, I know Coach Olmstead would love to say that He's taught Dylan everything he knows. But, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, no, no, nothing against you, Coach, but I don't know that you can tie your shoe on one foot anymore. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan's pretty special to watch. Third down and about six for the Panthers. Again, they give it to Hubbard. He gets through the hole, gets a first down, down to about the 45-yard line. So Panthers are running a little bit of two-back offense, saying, hey, you can't, co- you can't concentrate on two because one will beat you. <laughs> Well, I guess in this case, you really got to call it the one-two punch, yeah. number one and number two. Uh, that's just – I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Well, they've got a two-back offense going. Back to pass goes Zerger, pulls the ball down. Now he's running out, in the, and that, that might have – no, it was dropped. It was a little bit low and away, and uh, the Newton the Newton D-back just about intercepted it. Yeah, probably uh, – you know, we've seen, you know, two quarterbacks that didn't get a lot of time last year, you know, playing behind Lim Wash. And, you know, you're, you're seeing some just, you know, you call it what it is. It's a rookie mistake. I mean, yeah. it, it's the things that they're going to get better at. And you know, darn good and well, they're going to look at it in film and coach is going to go, guys, there's a time to throw the ball, a time not to. And these guys are just going to, they're going to get better and better. Second and 10, 659 to go. 
after the incompletion. Clock's not moving. Panthers lead 35-7 in the third quarter. Oh, ball on the floor, or the turf. I think the Panthers might have picked it up. Looked like it was a handoff attempt to Hubbard. He just yeah, it never really click. got there. I mean, it was just one of those, by the ball hit the ground pretty quickly, and fortunately, Panthers are able to retain possession. Just a miss, missed handoff between quarterback and running back. Back to pass goes Zerger. Oh, picked off. Had a man open. But the Newton defensive back undercut the route, picked the ball off. Newton well, will have, have it. Again, I think that's a ball that Brock would like to have back. He threw kind of off of his back foot. It, it just wasn't a great pass and made an easy pick for Newton. Uh, again, things those are those are things that can be changed real easily. I see Andon Carpenter. He's he's back in he's in the ball game. So evidently, his injury was put back together at halftime because he doesn't look like he's uh, might have just been a cramp. You know, it's hot outside. You know, might have been a cramp. First of ten. A pitch back to Ball on the ground. Forrest, I think Panthers, the Panthers got it. Got it right back. <laughs> Again, you got to look at, at at that play and think if you're Newton, an ill-advised pitch play, and it, it just mishandled, and Panthers are able to fall on the ball and uh, get Try. possession back. I'm following the young man, but I can't see his number. He won't turn around and show me. I think Noel, was, you and I are getting to the age. We need to get these kids to have like lights on their jerseys so that we can, can read them. It looked like it might have been Cade Shelton on the recovery. It was one of the linebackers. I know that. Panthers have it first and 10. They lead 35-7. We're in the third quarter. Thatcher is back in at quarterback. A nice pitch out to Hubbard. He picks up three, maybe four on first down. You know, if you're Coach Jacks, one thing you're going to take out of this ball game, how well you've defended the option play, and they are they are just doing a great job of stretching Derby out and, and uh, forcing us. We picked up a, a yard and a half on that play, so uh, good positive for the railroaders. Now it's just Edwards and Thatcher in the backfield. They give it to Edwards. He gets first down and more. He gets up ended <laughs> down close to the thirty yard line. And, you know, do I go back to, you know, and I think all coaches say that on those kind of plays is put a hat on a hat on that option play. You, you don't want to let anyone go unprotected. Newton's done a good job of that. That time that was just a, a, a nice hole by the Panthers, and Dylan Edwards takes advantage. First to 10 from the 30, Panthers lead 35-7. Thatcher decides not. Now he throws it. they got a man wide open. <laughs> Touchdown, Panthers. You know. And you, you look up, and, and he, he says, uh, sees Caden Brown alone, I believe, in the end zone. Who? Uh, Nathaniel Keener. Looked like number 11 to me. Okay. I, yeah, yeah I, I won't argue with you because I can't see him any better. I thought it was Caden Brown. But, you know, I was looking at across the middle of the field, and I'm point, hitting you going, open guy, open guy. And then we looked down in the corner of the end zone. Really, all that was to just throw the ball down. There wasn't a, a defender within 20 yards of him. 41 to seven now 42 to seven panthers lead with 514 left in the third quarter <laughs> and literally it was a turnaround and, and you got plenty of time to catch a football oh yeah almost too much time 
Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. The Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, and Derby Nutrition. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know. You heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, you know, without these great sponsors, we wouldn't be here. I mean, so, you know, we appreciate all of them. You know, as you said, if you if you stop in any of these places, tell them that you heard it. Uh, is uh, I know it helps out the local businessmen, and you and I enjoy doing the ball games, and, and so you know it it is much appreciated. Panthers lead forty two seven. We've got just over five minutes, and I'm looking at the both clocks to make sure because sometimes they disagree. It's five fourteen left. Simmons is going to be kicking off again from his forty. And again, back deep for Newton, the same three gentlemen. And it's just a little squibber on the ground. And it looked like the guy that's going to go big hole, 50, Panther territory, one man to beat, still on his feet. He's going to be brought down inside the 15 at about the 12-yard line. So big play by Newton. On a kick return, it looked to me like when he fielded the ball, he was on the on a knee like a shortstop or something, but evidently he was not. Well, and I'm, I'm with you on the play, but I'll tell you who's not going to be happy is Coach Clark and Coach DeVore because they take their special teams very seriously. and that, That's not going to be, you know, of all the things that happened tonight, that may be one of the, the biggies. Yeah, that, that may be. Because you are right. They both take special teams very seriously, and they work on them a lot. First of 10 from the 12. And a handoff, it looked like, but Panthers were right there almost as quick as the ball was handed off. I just counted six white helmets around that uh, tackle, and that's uh, going to make Coach Wietrich happy on the other side because you, you love seeing that gang tackling. They lost four yards on the play, so it's back outside the 15 to about the 16, so it's now... Second down and 14. Panthers lead 42-7. We're in the third. And just a quick pass and dropped. And it was another just right out in the flat. And, uh, you know, Newton's been using that strategy all night. Well, they, they're using that strategy. And you, you see him trying to do the little jump pass. There's a lot to this. Well, this would be a huge stand for this Panther defense if they can keep Newton out of the end zone. Well, again, I, I go back to uh, the quarterback for Newton Gomez. He's he's had a real good ball game. He throws the ball well. Quick pass, and it looks like it was broken up. Nice play out there by the Panther cornerback Corey Atkins. Yeah, and Atkins did a great job, Doyle. You can't you can't play that a whole lot better if you're a corner. This is bringing up a fourth down and long situation. I think Newton will try the field goal here. That's exactly what they're doing. But a big stand for the Panthers. You got to give them a lot of kudos there. Yeah, you got you got to give the defense coming in first and ten from the twelve yard line. And they're kicking a field goal from the fourteen, so it's going to be a thirty-three yard attempt. 
from the far hash. They didn't fake this one. And it's good. So with 420 to go in the third quarter, Panthers now lead 42 to 10. So again, but again, you got to bring that uh, that defensive positive. I mean, that was positively good. You know, defense. I can hear Coach Clark and Phil tomorrow telling these guys that just that that you know defense did their job and man, our special teams put us in a in a precarious spot. You know that could play out big later in the season, and it's all true. It's all true stuff. So you know, it's uh, one of those plays that uh, Coach Wietrich's defense really saved us uh, four points there. Well, they they did a good job, and that 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 was a big deal. Uh, and I and I still think that you're going to see the Panther starters on the field i really think that as many young guys as we have that we need to make sure that you know we're firing on all cylinders and these guys can you know i just think 42 to 10 i just i'd be surprised if we don't see them for another score well i I might i i'm looking at maybe fourth quarter seeing some some changes made but I, i i'm with you i wouldn't be surprised to see our starters offensively i mean the offense hasn't clicked perfectly and neither is the defense. I mean, first game. I mean, that's that's what happens. Let the oh, ball, guys. Let the ball bounce. That is uh, not they, good. Newton got Newton it. Got I was it. just again. I, I'm telling you, Coach Clark and Devore are going to go ballistic. It was a high pooch kick, and, and no one fielded it. Our, our our midline let it go behind them, and the ball bounced. And, and you knew from the get go on that that we were in trouble. Yeah. As as soon as that ball hit the ground, I I well. As soon as I saw the line move up, and I knew we were in trouble. And yeah, it we, just, we just not played well by the Panther special teams. As we said, Coach Clark always jumps in and talks about special teams. That's uh, that's not going to settle well with him or Coach DeVore. Well, so Newton's got the ball again. They're on the Panther 26, first and 10, after two after back-to-back victories on the special teams for Newton. Quarterback going back and threw it back over the to the far side to Forrest, and he gets down to about the 15. They're going to pick up, I believe, another first down on that play. And you know, we're sitting here talking about taking starters out. I guarantee you, Coach Clark's right now. I mean, he's 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 on fire internally. Well, that that was another one of those reverse pivots, and Kenyon was out in the flat. He hit him in the flat, and he picked up about 10 yards. A little over 10, as a matter of fact. So it's first and first and 10 from the 15. Panthers lead 42 to 10. We're in the third quarter. And they're going to th- drop Gomez for a loss of about two yards. So good good job by the defense. Yeah, you know, it was a low snap, and you could tell there was a little confusion, and it just never, it just wasn't a good play from the start. Panthers were right there to drop him for the loss. So it's now second 12. From the 17-yard line, so Panther defense needs to bow their necks again. Gomez and Forrest in the backfield, as it's been all night, back to pass on a reverse pivot. Now he's going to run. Everybody backed up, and he decides to run. Nice open field tackle there. That could have been disastrous. You know, I'm telling you what, this Gomez kid, he I, he's a player. I, I mean, 
he he ran downfield that time, made one of our guys miss, and then lowered his shoulders and delivered the blow. He's uh, just a sophomore, a good, good young athlete. Well, he recognized that all the Panther defenders were moving back towards the end zone. He just pulled her down and took off with it. Good job by Gomez. Now it's third and three. Quick pass to the end zone. I can't tell. I, I think we picked it off, but I think we're probably out of the end zone. I can't tell for sure. There's no call from either one of the officials. They're gonna, they're they're calling, gonna, he was out of bounds. Out of bounds. I, I really think the Panther picked it off, and it was just, and he does. He's got the ball in his hands, but they both came down out of the end zone. Uh, and I think good call by the official. Yes, so do I. Oh, we got somebody else limping off again. Can't. That might be. Well, I'm not going to say because I I don't recognize the don't recognize the number. Can't see it. Yeah. It is, oh it is. It looks like 58. It is 58. Our starting one of our starters, Quentin Dorsey. It looked like going in for Quentin was LaShawn Davis. Fourth down. This 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 is a big deal for the defense. They can hold them out here. This Panthers lead forty two to ten. Back to pass. Ah, they're short. Boy, if he caught that, that he caught was it. Just but he's short. Excellent catch. <laughs> and we said the scouting report said the receivers could make circus catches. There was another great catch. Boy, that. And, and we had a corner all over it. Yeah. I mean, that was a great catch. It, it just unbelievable. And I remember last year when we played Newton, they, they did the same things last year. They had receivers that just just made one-handed catch, sliding catch. You know, it didn't matter. Well, I was looking down, and, and the good news is I think that they were stretching out a, a cramp on Dorsey. Okay, that that is good news because it is hot, and that's 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 one of the symptoms of, of a cramp is the hot weather. That's usually what gets it. And we're giving the ball off on first down to looks like Edwards, and he just squirts his way out past the 10. It really didn't have much running room, but he still picked up six. Uh, you know, if you're running back and you got the luxury of running behind a big old offensive line that's experienced like the Panthers, uh, it's, a, it's a true blessing. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good season for Dylan if he stays healthy. Again, they give it to Dylan. Gets to the outside. Picks up another couple of yards, maybe. It's going to be, an, oh, probably third down and maybe two, maybe three yards to go. Again, Dylan made good use of very little room. You know, Panthers just really haven't gotten the passing game on track tonight. I, they just had a couple picks. They've been uh, long on some throws, which is usually nerves. And on a keeper, looks like Zerger, and he's going to get the first down. I'm saying, I'm guessing it's Zerger. I can't see the number. He's just not. It's not a tall quarterback. <laughs> it doesn't look like anyway. So I'm guessing it's Zerger. Well, Panthers have gone through that, uh, you know, two quarterback system tonight uh, since the since really the start of the ball game. KDKQLP Derby. Forty-two to ten. Is it not? The scoreboard says 13. Did they kick a field goal that I missed? 
Back to pass goes the Panthers. Intended, intended for Nathan Nathaniel Keener. It's going to be second down. And you know we've had open receivers. That's the good news. We've had some guys open, and uh, we just gotta gotta get better at seeing them quicker. It's going to be second and ten. Panthers lead. 42 to the scoreboard says 42 13. Again, big hole. Edwards first down out past the 30. I'm telling you, this kid is just so quick and he sees his cutback lane so well that uh, you can see why uh, he's getting looks from a lot of, lot of different colleges. Yeah, they mark him down at 30. It's still enough for a first down. First and 10. They give it again. They're, man, he just stumbled and still on his feet and picks up a first down just stumbling <laughs> forward. He's one of those guys you, you, you can't blink or he's going to be gone. First down at the 41 for the Panthers. They lead 42-13. And on a keeper, big hole. First down inside of Newton territory, down at about the 45. <laughs> and, I, and I'm telling you, this drive here is, is a statement drive for the Panthers. It's, you know, hey, we want to make up for some drives that didn't end so well. I, I, I really I apologize, but I cannot pick up the number of the quarterback, so I'm not sure who it is. I, I thought it was Zerger, but I'm not sure. We got a false start on us with 11 seconds to go in the third quarter. We'll try to we'll try to try to pick up that so, quarterback. So it is, it is Mercer. It is Mercer. Okay, good. It's Mercer at quarterback. Gonna have to start picking up some mannerism or something. <laughs> yes, it is. It is Mercer. So first and 15, and that's going to end. Panthers lead 42-13. We'll be back. Since 1985, D&B Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that D&B Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or they can be reached at 788-1614. Between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. 
proud supporters of Derby Panther football. Back to Panther Stadium. Panthers have it first down and 10. They give it to Dylan Edwards. Big hole up the middle. The guy's running between the tackles pretty well. He gets inside the 20. Uh, right before we came back on, he, he'd run 27 yards on a play right off tackle. Again, an experienced offensive line that, you know, and if you can follow blocks like Dylan does, and that's the thing he's probably gotten better at this year is, hey, let me tuck in and cut off these guys at the right moment. You know, who, who wouldn't want to run behind this group? Newton has a player down. So while we got a minute, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care, Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, D&M Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station, Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Panthers, uh, the, the scoreboard is back right now. It is 42-10. They kind of slipped that three points in on somebody, but they took it off. So it's, as I thought it was, it's 42-10 with 11.38 to go. And they're helping the Newton player off the field. Uh, he's, Fortunately, he's going off under his own power. It is uh, Daniel Martinez, 6'5", 320. Again, we got online listeners from all over tonight. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Austin, Texas, Olathe, Kansas, Chicago, Illinois, Denver, Colorado, Rogers, Arkansas, and London, England. Wow, I like that London, England. Second short for the Panthers from about the 19-yard line. Again, quarterback, Thatcher, big hole. He's going to get inside the five down to about the two or three yard line. So nice run by Mercer Thatcher. Now Mercer made a nice run, and then that big old six foot four body of his, he gets tackled and he falls forward another six foot four inches and takes the ball down uh, deep into uh, Newton territory. Yeah, it's going to be first and goal from the four. And they handed it off, but one of the Newton down linemen beat, beat the block and uh, tackled was, Hubbard for about a two, maybe three-yard loss. Well, that, yeah, that was a, hey, we we think number one's going to get the ball this time, and they were in the backfield waiting for him. Clock moving, 10.45. Now we've got another injured player. Now, I think it's a cramp, too. I mean, I'm watching one of the new players down there rubbing his leg for him, and it, it's, a, it's a warm evening here. You know, again, you don't drink enough fluids. You know, this is a game, and I, I tell kids this all the time. I've I've worked with a lot of young men, and it's like, guys, it's too late to start drinking at the game. I mean, you got to be hydrated, you know, way beforehand. And as hot as it is, it's just it's inevitable early in the season. Yeah, I know. I have this discussion with my wife. She goes out, plays golf on very hot days, and I, you know, you should be drinking now, hon. That's you know, not not wait till you get there. And, uh, of course, she ignores me and goes right <laughs> off. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> but, yeah, you gotta you got to hydrate before you get out and, or it'll really hurt you. 
And Newton's back on the field. Panthers are back. Hubbard is in the backfield. On a keeper. Oh, ball put on the, the ball ground. on the ground. Newton's going to recover it. Quarterback's get slow getting up. He got hit pretty hard. He got hit pretty hard. He put the ball on the ground. Newton recovered it. Might have just looks like he might have just got the wind knocked out of him. That was that was I think that was Conley Hamlin. That was Conley Hamlin. Absolutely. He's he's hurting a little bit. Like I said, I hope he's just got the wind knocked out of him. Because he took a pretty, it was a pretty nice run by Conley. Nice fake. Had a nice hole to run in through, but he got he got hit pretty hard. Ball is going to be well overthrown. Panthers put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They hit him right as he let go of the football. And uh, there was nobody out there. That, now, there's I, a flag downfield that's in that vicinity of pass interference. That, that, that's I, crazy. I, I don't understand because that ball was totally uncatchable. That, that, that ball was 15 yards past, 15 yards past the receiver. Maybe longer. And I and I get I, you know again you got to give an official credit. Maybe it was a hold in there that you know happened and uh, you know I don't know. Well, let, let's call a hold. But uh, let's see what they see what they're going to mark off here. They're going to mark fifteen against the Panthers. Yeah, that that was not a to me that wasn't a you know that wasn't a good call, but that. The way it is. Panthers lead 42-10. Gomez, the quarterback. Forrest in the backfield. Another just nice, nicely thrown ball out in the flat. Completed. First down. You know, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I know you. I know it went right over your head, but I'm sitting in here and I'm thinking, what happened to the lights in here? And I'm sure it's technology. I'm sure they're on a timer. But, man, it got dark in a hurry, and I'm looking around, and, you know, the, the guy sitting to my left, he saw the same thing. So, Going to be first and 10 out at about the 30-yard line for the Railers. Quick pass into the flat, caught, going to pick up five, maybe six on first down. And I think I'm seeing – I think I'm seeing some uh, – Non-starters in the game right now, which makes sense. You know, we're into the fourth quarter. Panthers lead 42-10, 10-16 left. Second down, seven, or second down and three. They give it off to Forrest. He kind of runs over one of our guys and gets out into the open. Like back on about the 35-yard line, I think there was a hold back here. So I think all that's going to come back the other way. Well, Forrest had a nice run on the play. Got down inside Panther territory at well, about the I know 30. We, we talked a little bit ago about all the online listeners. We now have some new listeners in San Marcos, San Diego, Plano, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, Oklahoma City, and Kansas City. So adding to the list of the Panther fans, uh, again, uh, once a Panther, always a Panther. 
Yep. Ten yard mark off against Newton. Moves the ball back to the twenty six, where it's gonna be first, second down and fourteen. Gomez is still the quarterback. Forrest is still the running back. Back to pass. Now he rolls to the far side. Panthers are kind of walling him off a little bit, and they take him down. Nice sack by the Panther defense. Yeah, that's going to be a big loss. Gomez tried to escape uh, from from the interior lineman, and there wasn't anywhere to go. Panthers just gobbled him up. It was a good, good job by the defensive line. Looked like... Uh, Look like LaShawn Davis in on the play for the Panthers. I can't tell you how hard it is when you look down and the clocks aren't operating correctly and you're trying to follow the game. It's 929 according to the clock. It's 4210 Panthers according to the scoreboard. Newton has it. Third down and about 17. Again on a roll to the far side. Gomez, good coverage out there by the Panthers. The ball falls incomplete. Good play by the Panther defense. Good good last three three plays by the Panther D. Again, we said that the 25-second clocks are non-existent. The one on the in the north end zone is just black. The one in the in the south end zone doesn't move. It just it just stays set on 25 seconds. It's just trying to track the scoreboard of the the, the other clock, they're not in unison. Punting will be Newton. He punter's standing on about the eight-yard line. It looks like uh, Baker and uh, Baker and Edwards are back. Well, good hands. Gets inside the forty-five, down to about the forty. Looked like Dylan Edwards. And that punt was like a knuckleball line drive, and it, it kind of goes through Dylan's hands. He drops it. He picks it right back. Cause he, and that's, I, I think you probably heard me say, oh, but it picks it right back up and makes some positive yardage out of it. Yes, that's why I said good hands. because Of course, a penalty against the Panthers. <laughs> I don't know what the – you know, I'm having a – I guess it must be first game jitters for me because I'm not picking up the, the white cap given any kind of signals at all. But anyway, the Panthers are going to have it on the 36-yard line. They lead 42-10. There's 8.57 to go in the ball game. Had to be a block in the back, I would guess. That's a, that's a big one. Quarterback on a keeper. That could be Conley Hamil- Hamlin. It's that, it looks like number 10. I don't know what you're seeing, Kevin, but if it was, that, that's and, and Conley. We saw, we saw Conley come out of the ball game, and I'm with you. I think he just got the wind knocked out of him. He was over there throwing and, and uh, looked to be okay. He just made a nice little scamper, about 15 yards worth, and it's going to be a first down in Newton territory. So it was good job by Conley. Conley's a senior. First 10, and again, he just takes off up the middle, gets back to the line of scrimmage, maybe picked up a yard on first down. And Panthers pulled some starters. I mean, you know, you're at that part of the ball game. You don't really want to get anyone hurt. Looks uh, looks like in at running back now is Hubbard. 
I don't know that uh, any, any Patsy back there. Second 10. Once again, Panthers lead comfortably, 42-10. They give it to Hubbard. He doesn't quite get to the outside. He broke for the outside, but Newton kind of swallowed him up and gets no gain on second and 10. Yeah, the good thing is Hubbard just a sophomore. Yeah. He's not much. I don't know that he's any bigger than Edwards. They're, they're both kind of, you know, like you said, a one-two punch. And uh, they're both about the same size physically. And, you know, again, Hubbard's just a sophomore. Back to pass, rolling to the near side. Is the quarterback Hamlin. And he had an open receiver, just just couldn't hang on. And sometimes sometimes those passes, when you're rolling out like that, have pressure on your tough to make. Taylor Neal was the intended receiver. It's going to be fourth down now. So you looks like the Panthers. Yeah, it looks like they might punt. We're going to wait and see. I see Cole Minton coming in the game. I think he's the punter for the Panthers. Well, I think this is only the second punt of the night. Yeah, I think you're right. 6.57 left. Panthers, again, they lead comfortably 42-10. And Newton's going to get the ball back. I guess the Panthers just want the clock to move and, and get in the locker room. And Positively uplifting. A live 105. 105.9. Back nice to the music. Going to hit. Touched by the new Panthers. Positively Panthers uplifting. That's another just muff punt. Positively Panthers uplifting. Right on top of it. So Panthers uh, end up uh, getting Positively the ball uplifting. The 20. You know, they got a good break on that. Uh, the, 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 new, the, the receiver, it was low. He, you know, he probably should have just let it bounce and got away from it. But he tried to feel it, field it below his knees, and he just dropped it. So the Panthers were Johnny on the spot, if you will. That'll, you know, that'll help those couple of uh, special teams problems they had earlier. That'll, that'll maybe get the coaches happy on that. And a lot, a lot of new faces out there for the Panthers on this this series. High snap, they give it to Hubbard. Big hole, five touchdown <laughs> Panthers. Well, Derek Hubbard is just so quick, and I'm telling you what about everybody out there's is a new face right now, and he just saw a little opening and just shot through it like a cannon. Yeah, he got a nice little crease, and he just went through it quickly, untouched into the end zone. I'm looking out there, and I think our quarterback right now is Braxton Clark, sophomore, 5'11", 150-pounder. Yes, it is Braxton. Extra point (laughs) is good. Yep. It's Braxton's number three, so he is. Well, Braxton just ran that in for the two-point conversion, and I, and I again, that's not one of those plays that Coach Clark's going. I want extra points. It's more a, okay. I got my JV and my sophomore group in there. I, I can't get them out there to kick an extra point that quickly. Exactly. You know, yeah, I get it. I get that. Well, Panthers now lead fifty to ten. Uh. Panthers special teams, at least their extra point group, they've they've done well. Simmons has hit all that he's attempted tonight, and uh, 
that's been pretty good. And that was nice seeing that two point convert. And, uh, especially it was nice. Clark is a, uh, sophomore five eleven one fifty, So he's got some playing time. And, to go. And, you know, again, that's coach Clark's son. You know, I, you and I've seen him, you know, he's, he's a young guy. I mean, there's a lot of potential there with him to grow. I know coach Clark's told us before, man, I didn't hit my, uh, growth spurt till I was a junior and man, just looking down at him and, and, and knowing that he might be, uh, Brandon's height and size is, uh, is something fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon's six, three or four. He's, he's not a short man at all. Like just an inch or so shorter than I, or taller than I am. I know. I know. It's unbelievable, but he is <laughs> just an inch or so taller than you are. Not. <laughs> Panthers kicking off. They lead 50 to 10. Ball's received at about the 15, and he's brought down at about the 20. He caught it on the run, and Panthers did a good job recovering that kick. And you're at the point in the ball game now, too. If you're really, if you're you want to get out of here, I mean, you want to get in the locker room. You both teams don't want to see any injuries, but, uh, you know, Newton's taken some tough lumps the last couple of years. I, I still stand by last year they were the best two and seven team in the state of Kansas. No, without without a doubt. They they played a lot of teams well. They lost a lot of games by one score or less. And you know, they Coach Jax has got him something going. He's got a bunch of youngsters this year that you know are gonna be around. Well his, his quarterback's a sophomore. That was just a good. Uh, that was a good play by Gomez and the receiver. Uh, I think it was a st- stop and go, and uh, that didn't work. And they both just kind of waited till the you know one got open. So that was a good play by Gomez and the receiver. I'm with you. If you're Coach Jacks, you got to be drooling over this kid, thinking I got three, two more years with him. Yeah, because he's got he's he's a big kid too. He's not he's not small. He's uh. Gosh, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's six foot one ninety. I believe all that. Forrest goes straight up the middle. He's going to pick up a first down, but he got hit pretty hard and driven back. So it's going to be first and ten from thirty-two or three for Newton. Clock moving, five forty to go in the ball game. Again, Panthers lead this one big, fifty to ten, and pretty much wholesale changes for the Panthers. Yes. Yes, but that's all right. It's Friday night, and these guys are getting some good playing time against Newton's offense. Quick pass, caught, hit immediately, picked up seven. It's going to be second and two. Well, you look at offensively, quarterback-wise, we've seen four different quarterbacks in the ballgame for Derby tonight. And and you can't trade that for – you know, the, the Friday night experience and getting on the field is a big deal every year when you go, hey, I got a lot of kids that saw a lot of action the year before, and they come back as a junior or senior. Absolutely. Second down two. Again, Panthers lead 50 to 10, 445 to go in the ball game. Gomez on a hitch and go. Panthers covered it pretty good. Pretty good job out there. That that was a nice hitch and go. You could see it develop, and the Panther D-back stayed right with the receiver and did a good job on the coverage. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can play that a whole lot better than that. 
good call by the official. There was a little hand chucking and going on, and uh, a good no call. It's going to be third down and probably uh, still two. Thinking that might have been Tyson Pritchard on the coverage on the last play. Again, we apologize. We're having a hard time picking up the numbers. That looks like looks like Forrest again. He picks up enough for the first down out close to midfield. They're going to mark it on about the 48, so it's going to be first and 10. Again, you're not seeing anything real fancy out of Newton at this, this no. point of the ball game. It's, uh, you know, starters are still in, but uh, you need to work on some things. First and 10 from the 48. Back to pass on a reverse pivot. Just overthrew the the open receiver. That's been a that's been a a bit of a problem for our guys all night. That reverse pivot and rollout, and uh, they've they've played it pretty good most of the time. But it's seems like when he's had a good pass play, it's been that, and we just haven't been able to cover. Well, yeah, you got to figure that reverse pivot out because you're going to see a lot of it out of Hutch. You're going to see it out of Mays. You're going to, you know, Bishop Carroll. You know. Coach Trail, he he dissects film the same way, and you know, you know he's picking up on that. Yeah, he's a, he's just a, a good coach. Period. Second and ten, they give it to Forrest. Nice tackle by the Panther linebacker. He picked up three, maybe four on first, second down. It's going to be third down and six for Newton. They're on the Panther forty. Looks like Panther forty-eight. Clock moving, 3.40 to go in the game. Panthers lead 50-10. to 10. They've just been rotating players in and out, you know, especially seniors, you know, guys that maybe don't see the field a lot. Getting them playing time's a big deal. Nice little quick pass. Going to be enough for a first down, down to the 40-yard line. You know, everybody always talks about that freshman, sophomore, junior guy, but you get some guys out here that are four-year guys that maybe aren't ever going to be starters, but uh, these are the type of ball games you can get them some valuable playing time in. Because those guys are they practice every week too. First to ten for the Panther forty. Clock moving, under three minutes to go in the game. Back to pass on a rollout. Got a man wide open in the flat. He gets hit and drags a couple Panthers down to about the 25-yard line, so that's where it'll be, first 10 for Newton. Again, we're under three minutes. One clock says, well, I believe the one on the south end. It says 2.40 left. It's Like I said, that's been a tough deal tonight. Uh, and I And you know that. But as we said, there was going to be some glitches, and I'll guarantee oh, yeah. you, Mr. Baldwin and those guys will be on this stuff before next week's ball oh, game. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Anytime you have something new, you know, there's always going to be that little thing. Yes. You're right. Anytime you have something new, there's something, you know, everything's not going to go right. We've got a timeout. Yeah, we had an we injured panther that's coming off the field on his own uh, looks like holding a shoulder it's 50 to 10 
Panthers leading. They're going to go one and zero on the season. Newton's going to be zero and two after tonight. Newton's got a tough, tough schedule. Tough. They're playing a tough league. They hand it off again to Kenyon Forrest, and he just pounds his way inside the twenty down to about the eighteen or nineteen. It's going to be looks like second down and short for Newton. Ball's just inside the 20, not quite to the 19. So it's second down and about eh, probably two and a half, three yards to go. Clock moving. And they just pitched it out inside the five. So it's going to be a first and goal for Newton from there. Just a quick pass out on the sideline. What they've been using all night. They've been making that play call all all game long, and it's been working for them. And again, they primarily, as you expect, they leave their starters in. They want to have some success to build off of. And so you got to give this Panther, you know, JV unit and, and probably sophomore unit better to, uh, to say uh, they've done a great job. And on a keeper. Nice play by our outside linebacker. Gomez goes down after very little gain. That was just a nice play. It's going to be only picked up maybe a yard. It's going to be second down and goal from about the two, maybe three-yard line. Clock moving right around a minute to go. Gomez and Forrest in the backfield. They give it to Forrest, and he slips into the end zone with 52, 47 seconds left in the ball game. It's now 50 to 16 with the extra point to follow. Uh, again, Doyle, we're we're at the point of the ball game. If you're Newton, you got to look at that. You, you know, you tell your kids, "Hey, man, that was a great drive. We did all that." You know, the kids aren't stupid. They're going to go, "Coach, man, that was against you know freshmen and sophomores," but. Still, it's execution. It's just making plays work. Extra point attempt. They got a kicker with a pretty good leg, John Ray. And it was good. So that makes the score 50 to 17 with 40, 47 seconds left. I, I think we'll probably see the Panthers receive the kick and probably take a knee and, and uh, let the clock run out. Uh, the crowd, it's dissipated. I mean, there's no question that, you know, the crowd, some of them have stuck around, but you're starting to see kind of the mass, mass exit, uh, of, uh, Panthers. And, you know, what a great night for football though. Well, we had a bunch of people in this stadium tonight and, uh, you know, the, the, again, the city of Derby needs to be proud of this, the way this stadium's turned out. And, uh, uh, again, is long overdue and, uh, you know that it it's going to be a nice addition to the Panther Sports facilities, and and it's not just it's not just this. The the sports facilities in Derby have we got lighting at one of the middle schools, uh, a, a soccer field over over by uh, Derby Middle. Uh, so there there's it wasn't just this this particular renovation. No, uh, it, you're right. It's a lot of uh, you know that the indoor facility is phenomenal. 
fair catch by the Panthers, and he dropped it, but I think he fell on it as well. Hey, again, you think a little bit of special time teams uh, work's going to be done? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's there's a whole lot more sports stuff that's been done besides this. This is probably the most notable, you know, and, and, and the most – yeah, the most notable. Well, you're right. Just west of here is the soccer facility that's been so much improved. I mean, there's a lot of things that have been improved, but this one's the one that I think the whole town's talked about yeah, for, it for is. months. There's no doubt no doubt in my mind about that. So it's first and ten for the Panthers on their own thirty. And they're gonna look like Hamlin, I think, is no, that's Clark. He picks up ten on a scramble. And again, this kid's got the genes. I mean, you know, he hears he's heard this since he was three years old. I'm sure, you know, watched and watched the filming and everything. So he's going to be the knowledge of the games there. It's just, you know, Braxton's going to be a good football player. Yeah, there's 24 seconds left in the ball game. And I think the Panthers are just going to kind of let it run out. Put this one in the win column. 50 to 17 is what it's going to end up at, probably. Panthers don't need to run another play, I don't believe. And they did anyway. And again, it looks like Clark, and he gets out into Newton territory to about the 42. He picks up about almost 20 yards, but that's going to end the ball game. Panthers are going to go 1-0, and uh, Newton's going to drop to zero and two. Well, there's a there's yeah, a I, oh there was a penalty on Derby, but it was declined, so the game is over. And uh, you know, Panthers really, for the most part, they played pretty well. well you know what? I I gotta like watching Braxton Clark here. Braxton shows some pretty good football savvy. Again, we were able to get four quarterbacks into tonight's ball game, so just uh, a, a nice nice luxury to have here in Derby and. Oh, you look down and just, again, just the, the things that happen here. The students are all going down, uh, you know, to meet the players. They'll run through their little tunnel here at the end of the ball game. And, you know, that student section, the guys that come out to support these guys, you know, I'm just doing a quick count. Well, there's got to be 150 kids down there. Yeah, I, I would say that might be conservative. There, there's a lot of kids down there. And, and you're right. If, if you're here like we are after the game's over, and we are a lot of times, and, uh, you know, you see those kids, the student body supports this football program like, you know, they really support the football program. And, and uh, we're seeing it here tonight on, on this home game. Well, and Doyle, it's more than just that. It's, the you know, the band and what they do. And you look down there at the kids and Dylan Edwards and, and Hubbard are leading the charge. Where do they go? They go to the north end zone where the band is now because they, they'll hear their fight song. But it's everything in Derby. It's not just a football team. These kids really embrace this program, and it's just it's awesome to see. Well, I, I think, uh, Newton, I see a few of their players with their daubers down. And, and, you know, you, you want to come out and win. You want to play well. And, but, you know, they Derby's a good football team, and I think Newton's going to be a good football team. Uh, they, I've looked up and down their roster. they got so many underclassmen that, you know, it's going to help them in the next couple of years, and they can put this kind of stuff behind them. Yeah, without question. And, you know, again, this stadium, as we, you and I talked when we came in, you look at the stadium and they've got the banners hanging outside with 
all the state championships and all that. And I said, you know, this place has always been a little intimidating for teams. I, I, I think the mystique has grown. Yeah, I, I, I can remember back when uh, uh, we played Wichita South, and they were pretty good on a regular basis. And uh, they called it the pit. They called playing at derbies the pit. And uh, not not the pits. They called the stadium the pit. And, uh, that's uh, and, t- it's and that's because play. It, it sat down a little bit low. And, you know, I don't know how many people have told me that. They go, you know, you go down there and you guys got the burger grills up and the smoke in the air. And, you know, you look over and there's usually fires going across uh, in front yards where people can see the stadium and the music. It's just the whole atmosphere. And, well, and it is. It's a neat thing. We got here a little bit early tonight. And uh, we went and visited some people that have been tailgating here at Derby since 1990. Exactly. I mean, they're all getting old like we are, you know, but they've been, you know, same same group of guys have been tailgating since about 1990. And uh, we visit them every home game. And, you know, it's just kind of a tradition. And, you know. Well, you know, we can always get a good burger and, and hot dog down there. Oh, shoot, yeah. More than one. Get whatever we want. Panthers win this one 50 to 17. This is Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 1059. We'll be back. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like we control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. This is Austin Black and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Behind the Tunes with Austin Black, Sunday nights at 7 on Alive 105. This weekend marks the anniversary of 9-11. Hi there, I'm Larry Wayne. Join me for a special tribute program as we look back on that date and count down the top 25 radio hits from September 11th, 2001. It's our 9-11 tribute program this weekend on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, Greg Laurie here. Imagine hearing a great song on the radio and then you wonder... What do those lyrics mean exactly? Listen, I know people need encouragement, and I want to take them deeper, a greater understanding of the scripture behind these amazing Christian songs. How refreshing would that be? Unpack the lyrics to your favorite songs. Don't miss Refresh with Pastor Greg Laurie. Each weekend, be sure to tune in. Looking for some free family fun this fall? Join us at the Amphitheater in Andover Central Park on Thursday, September 23rd for New Spring in the Park. Come as early as 5 p.m. for food trucks, a petting zoo, face painting, carriage and wagon rides, and more. Then at 6.30, our concert featuring the New Spring Kansas worship team will begin. Pack up your lawn chairs and come join the fun at this free event. Get details at newspring.org park.
Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this weekend for worship as I play your favorite worship music by today's Christian artists. We're going to sing, lift our voices to God, read His Word. It's going to be an awesome time that you don't want to miss. It's all this weekend on Worship. Worship with Andy Chrisman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where uh, Derby just bumped off Duke 50-17 to in a game that, uh, you know, it had, it wasn't perfect, that's for sure, but it was it was game one, and you never play a perfect game in game one. So the kids really played pretty good. Well, no, no doubt. It, 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 they needed contact. They needed a different team to face in themselves. And they came out here, opened up the stadium, opened up military appreciation night quite well. A lot of things to work on if you're Coach Clark. And I, I have to say, I think special teams is going to be his biggest one that he's going to be unhappy with. And he's going to work on special teams and he's going to break down the film and, you know, things you and I see or don't see. He's going to pick up and go, hey, my right guard or my left tackle or whatever it is needs to do better at this. You know, Coach Clark's, uh, he's a coach. I mean, he coaches these kids up. He was coaching them up when we got up by, you know, at at 50. I mean, he was still out there coaching these kids up. and That's how you get the program better and better. There's no doubt about it. We we apologize for not having stats tonight. But, again, our guy was not feeling well, and we want him to get well. And, uh, you know, we'll worry about stats next week. But for this week, we just didn't have any. And uh, hopefully next week we will. Hey, you know, and, and, and kudos to John Killen while he was up here. He was doing it the old-fashioned way for a bit and just writing things down for me. And that always helps. We'll figure that part of the, of the thing out. But uh, I can tell you Dylan Edwards had a whale of a night, a lot of yards tonight. Um, we, we used four quarterbacks, which was a good thing to, to get some experience in. And, you know, more importantly, uh, I don't think we came out with any big injuries and uh, we need that. Cause next week we, we know we have a Donnie Brook next week. Cause Bishop Carroll's going to come to town. Yeah, they're coming to town. They're going to be tough and uh, they're probably going to be two and O coming to Derby. And uh, it, it's going to be a pretty good ball game. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad game our game two, their game three, but I'm glad our game two is home. At least we'll have that advantage on it. Well, and as we say, you know, you always see a Bishop Carroll team is always coached well. And, and you know, we had Coach Shuckman for years and Dusty Trell that uh, was a, is really a protege of Shuckman, and he's done a great job. And, you know, golly, that's got to be the, one of the best games in the state of Kansas next week with Bishop Carroll coming to town. So, I, I you, know, we, you know, again, Come out to the stadium, listen, tell people about the podcast. So if you're a Panther fan, you can listen to the podcast uh, at any time. I think about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, Mark and Chris have that ready. And, uh, you know, again, we appreciate all the sponsors that sponsor us every week uh, from Derby as well. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's been a good night for for us. We won 50 to 17. Uh, This has been Panther football. On a live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM, your exclusive home for Panther football on the radio. Thanks for listening.